The officially licensed Lord of the Rings Middle-Earth Premium Silver Foil is available now exclusively from New Zealand Mint and is a must-have for all Lord of the Rings collectors and those who love a little bit of movie memorabilia like myself. Housed in its own Perspex case, it's super easy to display in your own collection. Constructed with 35 grams of fine silver, this gorgeous piece is guaranteed legal tender under authority of New A. Limited strictly to 2,000 units, make sure to grab yours now. I know him. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Merry Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast Christmas Movie Special Edition. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee. Oh, this music's throwing me off a little bit. I feel like I'm out of the groove a bit. It's just too, little. It's too calm. It's not lively and energetic. I just feel really, really calm. I'm in the, and in the Christmas mood. Mood. Always in the Christmas mood. Always in the Christmas mood. When it is December, of course. Of course, never, never before December though. Never before December. You can't put a Christmas tree out before December. You can't start watching Christmas movies before December. You've got to start bang on December, and that's what we're going to be talking about today in this very special episode. This is the first time we've actually put a little bit of effort into a special episode. We did our dodgy Halloween earlier <laughs> in the year. <laughs> Dodgy's not the word for it. Uh, but we felt like um, putting in a little bit more effort today Especially for this. Especially your costumes. My costume, my Borat. Borat. I don't want to bring that back out again. Terrible. Oh, my Lord. What were you? The sheet ghost. Yep. White White sheet sheet ghost. ghost. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) Um, Of course, we're here for the Christmas show. We've got Christmas hats on. We're in our beautifully Christmassy decked out podcasting studio today. It's feeling very festive. Um, Of course, this episode is going out on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Uh, the visual element goes out on YouTube uh, on the same day, on the Monday, but it also goes out two days earlier to Patreon supporters. Uh, if you'd like to support for as little as a dollar a month, you can head to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under and you can get your early access to that and videos and more. You can, of course, find me on YouTube at Dave Lee down under, on Twitter, Instagram, um, the uh, Letterboxd as well. You can find links for all of those down the bottom. Uh, you can click straight through and, and head on over and give some support. Oh, I'm loving this music. It's beautiful. Um, if you want to write into the show, you can, of course, shoot an email over to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on podcasting platforms, please leave a review. It's been a while since we've had one. But only the good ones. Only good ones. Uh, of course, this episode is once again sponsored by the New Zealand Mint in celebration of their brand new Lord of the Rings uh, line of collectibles. It's awesome. Totally. It's very, very cool. We spoke about it last week. Yeah, um, and you saw the little ad at the beginning, or heard the little ad at the beginning of the podcast right here. Um, so yeah, check them out at nzmint.com and you can check out the Lord of the Rings collectible. Very cool. And they got heaps of others too, not, yeah, just, not just Lord of the Rings, but Lord uh, of the Rings. Like DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Disney, amazing, Mickey amazing, Mouse. Amazing, oh, so cool. Amazing little So things. cool. So thanks again to the team at New Zealand Mint for uh, sponsoring the show and the YouTube and all that for the month of December. Of course, I've got joining me right here, you can hear his voice. It's not Santa, it's old mate Rick. It might be as fat as Santa, but you know, and the beard's almost as white as Santa, but no, it's not. 
Hey guys, how are we all? How oh, let's spit that out again. Yeah. How are we all? We're all uh, doing well here in Melbourne now. Yeah, we're doing very good. Which is great. So we've had what thirty three, thirty four yeah, days something or something like straight now with no yeah. cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Very good. So twenty eight days, twenty eight days. I say it's eradicated the yeah. the virus. It's still out there, obviously, yeah. but you know. So we're still going to be careful. Yeah. But it's nice to be in the position we're in now. Yeah. When you look at. You know, poor buggers on the other side of the world. Yeah, I know. Well, well, in the uh, UK and well, they're getting Europe their vaccine. The vaccine rollout in the UK <laughs> apparently yeah. next week or this week. I don't wonder how good that's going to be. Yeah, I know. I know. Hope, but I hope it is. Hope it is. Hope it yeah. does work. You know, don't want it to not work. Yeah, well, exactly. It's got to. You know, help. there'll be a vaccine eventually that that'll you know that'll be hundred yeah. percent. But they're saying this one's ninety five percent. That's okay. Um. I don't know how they can tell what sort of um, long-term effects it's going to have well, on people yeah, and whatever, but, you know. That's the big issue, isn't it? But anyway, it's but, a happy uh, day. But good on them. Uh, yeah. Know, hope it, yeah, hope yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Trust let's, the scientists. Let's, let's hope it works. Put the trust in the scientists. That's what you've you got to do. Exactly. Um, yeah, I went out for the first time today without wearing a mask, which is very good. Of course, you've got to wear a mask when you go inside, like into a shop or something. Yep. But if you're in the fresh air, you don't have to wear one as long as you're not like in a crowd of people. It's almost weird. It's to very do, weird. Isn't it? Very weird. Because we've been so, so long having to wear them yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But now you're not wearing them, you feel naked. Weird. It's, it <laughs> it's is bizarre. very weird. Very weird. It's nice though. It is nice. It's just a lot, a lot more freeing and everything's starting to open up. Mm. Um, it's, it feels like things are getting back to normal. Um, film distributors are starting to do preview screenings again. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're so used to having to do all these digital screeners and stuff, but a, a number of the, the, the bigger uh, studios have started to do um, actual screenings in person. Mm. Um, we had a, we had tickets to one last week, but unfortunately we didn't. We couldn't get to it because I was just too busy. And you've to got get you've there. got one tomorrow, or the day after. Maybe? Do I? Yeah, you got one. Yeah, I'm not saying what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that much. I'm sure I can say well, that much. You're not I'm, not, what it is. I'm not saying what it is or who no. it is or. But I have a screening tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, which and that's why be, we're recording on Thursday, not Friday. Yeah, exactly. And a few um, other things going on as well. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a ton of stuff. So. I've got some interviews to do and all that as well. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, so, yeah, we are recording on a Thursday today. Of course, this go- is going out on the regular day, so it's no different yeah, to yeah. anyone out there listening or watching. That's right. Um, but we are recording on a Thursday uh, today, which means it's a little bit different for us. We've pulled together a show, which we don't really have much news or anything. We find that a we lot... We didn't really want to make it about news. No, we, we didn't want to make it about news. We want to do a, a about big Christmas... Christmas special because those those who have no, have been listening and watching Dave yep. for years know yeah. that know that yeah, um, we sort of do a Christmas marathon mm-hmm. and we'll get into that a bit later anyway. Yeah, so that's going to be the crunch for the show. We're going to be talking about sort of our favourite Christmas movies, uh, new Christmas movies that are coming that's out. That's the best thing about this. Best I know. Some great know. films some great we watch films. over. December. So we're going to be talking about all our favourite ones. And we're going to be talking about, um, again, yeah, if you've been following me for a while, you know that we used to do these big Christmas marathons in like 25 days of Christmas. We, we're going to talk about how you can do your own Christmas movie marathon and sort of how to schedule that and all, and all that. So it's very exciting. So, yeah, we didn't want to make this about news and stuff. Um, we'll touch on a few things before we get into the Christmassy stuff. But, yep. yeah, it's going, to be a, it's going to be an exciting show. I'm excited yeah, to actually cool. do a, a special uh, here today. So hopefully you all... Um, 
you enjoy it out there. Uh, briefly, we'll talk about what we've been watching this week. Again, because it is a Thursday, there's not as much to talk about here. Uh, as far as catalogue titles go, I've only watched one, um, which was one called Amazon Women on the Moon, which is this um, 19, 1980s sketch comedy film. Um, which has got Arsenio Hall, Phil Hartman, Michelle Pfeiffer, Carrie Fisher, Ed Begley Jr., uh, Jr., Rosanna Arquette, Steve Gutenberg, Rick Taylor, Steve Steve Allen, um, Mark McClure, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, it's it's literally like a (laughs) sketch comedy film with just, just a bunch of different sketches and there's a bunch of different directors that did a number of them. John Landis, Joe Dante, Robert K. Weiss, Carl Gottlieb. Um, So it's literally just like... If you imagine like a feature length version of like a Saturday Night Live or something, it is quite it is quite funny, but it's a mixed bag. I was going to say it sounds like something you need to have a look at. It is actually quite quite good. I think you'd get a bit of a chuckle out of it. So um, bad, it's good. Yeah, it is pretty bad, but when it is funny, it's it can be very 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 funny. Yeah. Um, there's like there's this one sketch in there which is Ed Begley Jr. as the son of the Invisible Man, and he thinks he's like. Jacked himself up with the invisible serum, but he's not invisible. Oh, so he takes, takes all his seen... clothes off. He's running around. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Oh, I think I've seen that scene. Yeah, it's very funny. Pretty sure I've very have. funny. But there, but it is a bit of a mixed bag. It goes. It's only like eighty minutes long. Some of it's not great. Some of it's really quite funny. This is one I found at JB last week for four bucks during the Black Friday <laughs> sales. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll grab that. Four bucks. I got it. Exactly right. So and Andrew was, Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Love him. Yeah, they also Ford just, Fairlane. Hickory. Yeah, Dickory, yeah. Doc. I won't go any further. Than no, that. I wouldn't. Not in this family <laughs> show. No. Um, but yeah, it's good. They're like I said, it's like all sketch pieces. So. These people aren't in it for the full movie. They might be just like being a single sketch, yeah, and just like appear like little cameos. Is there anybody that's in it in the whole film? Or um, there is. There's like a few that kind of recur throughout the movie, but most of them is just like little sketches. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Might have a look at that. Eighty minute film. Um, Might might have to check it. Yeah, that was my only like uh, yeah catalog title this week. As you know, I try and watch a movie every morning, but I've been so busy that I either haven't had time to do it, or you know I don't watch one before the podcast. I get up and we're planning this in the first thing in the morning. Um, new movies. Last weekend we watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot. God, (laughs) I love Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, but that was. Not bad. It was pretty <laughs> it was good. Okay. I, it I was, was okay. I was surprised, actually. I was, I was very surprised. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be really awful. Re- I thought it was going to be real – I was dreadful. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but it wasn't bad. I, I liked the way they sort of – they um, touched on pretty much all their, all their films. Yeah, yeah. Characters yeah. from all of them yeah. came in, even Dogma. Like, yeah, uh, exactly like the really right. obscure stuff, chasing yeah. Amy and yep. everything. Yeah, Mall rats. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. It was, I, it was very good. It was just like a really nice way to, I don't know if they're going to do any more, but it, if like this is the last one, nice way to tie it all up. Um, I thought the story was really good. Like you don't expect like a nice, touching, heartwarming story to come from no, one of these right. no, films, no, no, no. but it actually is yeah. quite... Yeah. Um, because if you look back to like Clerks, he was obviously quite young, Kevin Smith, when he made that independent film. And now he's a father and, you know, his daughter's probably like early 20s, maybe 18, probably, 19, yeah, how yeah. old she is. Late teens, early 20s. Um, so he's obviously got like a more, uh, he's sobered down over time and his story's more reflective of his yeah. journey as a as a father. And, and it's, it's a really reflective, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite a reflective yeah. aspect to it. I thought it was quite And, and his daughter's in it as well, yeah, playing yeah. 
Jay's daughter. Jay's daughter, yeah. That's a bit weird. <laughs> well, because he said in the in the special features that every time he posts a picture of himself That's and right, his daughter yeah. on Instagram, everyone comments saying, oh, he, she looks a bit more like Jay, Jay, Jay News exactly than right. you. You need to have a talk to your wife. <laughs> yeah. um, so he cast her as, as Jay's daughter in the film. I thought, it was, I thought it was quite good. It is quite funny. There are some really stupid bits in there, but it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Oh, it was much better than I yeah. thought. Yeah. So that was I, I was expecting absolute tripe. Yeah, but it was, um, and it was actually surprising. And as you said, there's a nice little heartwarming, yeah, feel to it. And yeah, aspect to it. So if you haven't checked that one out yet, I would recommend it. It's quite easy, easy one to watch. Um, we watched. We can't say anything about this one. Well, I'd say we've watched it. Disney Plus's Safety, mm-hmm. um, which is the I guess the new Disney sports film. It's set in that most. It's not really a sports film, but it takes place in the. Um, There's a sports aspect to it. Yeah, sports aspect uh, about this guy Ray Ray. Was his surname? Can't remember his surname um, now. Uh, Mackel Bay. Bay. And he is a um, what school is he playing for? College football player. Um, uh, Clemson. Clemson. Clemson University. Clemson, Clemson University. Um, and he is one of the new new recruits to the team. Is that is that one of the safeties? And he's got a pretty rough family home. And ends up bringing his younger um, brother to the university lives and with him lives campus. with him on campus secretly. Mm. Uh, it's a true story. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's about all I'm allowed to say about it. I didn't. Yep. I didn't say whether I liked it or not. Did I? No. 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 Okay. Good. I'm no. not allowed to say anything. I'm keeping my mouth shut. But that's the, that's the new. That's the film. Um, so of course, there's a trailer out there and all that stuff based on a true story, and it's going on Disney Plus, I believe, uh, this week, this Friday. Uh, so I will have a review for that film up when I'm allowed to put it up. Um, I'll also be re- interviewing um, the star of the film. When's, when's the embargo drop? Um, on the tenth, I think. I think the eleventh okay. is next Friday, which is when the film goes up, and the embargo mm-hmm. is on the tenth. Okay. Um, and I've got interviews going up. I believe they're allowed to go up on the seventh, but I have to double check on that, which is the date this podcast will go out. Uh, with the star of the film, Jay Reeves, who plays Ray Ray, and director Reginald Hudlin. Um, so at the awesome. time of recording this, I haven't done them yet. Um, but by the time this has gone up, it's on Saturday. They'll be ready. Saturday, it's on Saturday yeah. morning. So yeah, so that was um a movie that I watched last week. Um, I also watched Disney Plus's Godmothered. Actually, I watched that a couple of weeks ago. We'll talk about that very briefly because that's a new um, Disney Plus uh, Christmas film that's just come out um, last week, last Friday. So uh, very well. I didn't see it, did I? No, you didn't watch it. If I did, I don't have any recollection. No, <laughs> you didn't watch it. It's not your kind of thing. Oh, I would um, thought so. Now, it's, it's, it's weird because it comes out at the time we're recording this, it's out tomorrow, but at the time this goes up, I have it's to say, it's, it's it's already out. Oh, okay. So I stumble over my, oh, it's, it's out, uh, yeah, it was out last Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's no, out. If you're listening to this, it's out. It's on Disney+. Plus. We'll talk about that a bit more. Television-wise, we've continued on with Future Man. Uh, we're on to season two at the moment. We loved season one, but season two is... Boring as bad. Yeah. Really slow. There's no point to it. It's all over the place. Yeah, no wonder it got axed. Exactly right. We've got another... What, four episodes this yeah. season and third season to get through? Yeah, but the se- third season only eight episodes. Yeah, but still, <laughs> still another, what, 12 episodes to get through. And if that third season's anything oh. like the second one. Yeah, first season was oh. great. There are so many of these shows, I always find it's these science fiction shows yeah. that have a really great premise and they have a really tightly wrapped first season. They come back for a second one 
and it's never well, as supernatural. Good. Supernatural, so it was called. Yeah, yeah. That was the, that was like that for me. Well, that kept going for thirteen years. Yeah, I only well, watched one episode of that. Well, I, I'd watched. I think I watched about oh no maybe eight or ten episodes mm. of the first season. And even by the right. end of the first season, I'm thinking oh it's all much the same. It went on for years. It's only just finished. People love it. People love that. But I feel that, and, yeah. the, and the other one was Dexter. Dexter, yeah. Dexter was the Had same. He, the first yeah. season of Dexter was was pretty yeah. good. Then the second season, Fell it was off. just the first season, yeah. yeah. you know, in different clothes, really. Yeah. But you have a lot of these ones. That, was that one, the 4400? Oh, that yeah. Was, that, was, that was, the first one was really good yeah. because it was designed as a miniseries. It was like That's four right. or five episodes or something. Yeah. Or maybe like three. It was like a telemovie yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, it was only three or four, yeah. And then they come back and they do more seasons. Yeah, and it's just no, like it was the, awful. And I the found the same with uh, Once Upon a Time. I loved the first season. Had such a great... Um, premise, it's essentially like this fairy tale land and there's this curse that everyone forgets that they're fairy tale characters and they're just real life people and slowly they start to realise that they're I'm Snow White, I'm Prince Charming, whatever a really great premise and then once the um, curse lifts at the end of the first season it's just like, no, this is not just can't, can't, I just couldn't get into it after that Yeah, I couldn't have got into the first season That's just a great, not great my show. thing at all first season. You would have liked it if you tried it it was nah. actually a really good show. You would have liked it. You would have liked it 100%. It's a very, very good show. And there were like five seasons of that. I couldn't get past season three. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get over the thought of it. Yeah, but you didn't even try it. No, so. I just thought, no. Nah, anyway. It doesn't sound like my thing. I think you would have liked it. But here's something that we're in two minds of at the moment. Deadwood. That was a bit slow. It was a bit. Deadwood update. I thought it was three. Oh, Yeah. Oh, well. I skipped a couple of things. We'll go back. But yeah, Deadwood update, one. Uno. One. One. But, but again, it is Thursday. Yeah. So tonight, tonight would be a night we would yeah. have watched another episode. Probably. <laughs> so we probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll see. see we got one and it's getting better again. Yeah, that's right. But there was a couple of episodes here that was just oh, so hard to get Struggle through. Town. But that last episode was pretty good. Yeah, it's getting better again. So we'll yeah, see. So hopefully, hopefully. We're nearly we'll finished going. the second season now. Um. So yeah, so we've got another three episodes. Three episodes, I think. We're in the last two, disc two at episodes, least. Maybe? Yeah. So we're getting there. Mm. We're slowly getting there again. If you're new to the show, Deadwood is just a program we've struggled to watch for years since it first came out. We yeah. bought it when it first came out, and struggled to get through the first three or four yeah. episodes because other things came up yeah. and they were better. Mm. Now we're trying for about the third or fourth time. Yeah. We're thinking, just struggle, get right through it to get yeah, it done. We're going to get it done. We've got another whole season and a movie left to go. We'll mm. see. We'll get through it, but yep. we'll see. It might take us a little while longer. It might not, might not be till about April twenty twenty one, but <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We we'll go. get through it. Um, yeah, I missed a couple of things here. Mandalorian episode five was the last Friday. Oh, I got excited for a second because every time we record, it's a Friday, yeah. and it's yes, Mandalorian tonight. I got no, this that bright spark of excitement for about a, a quarter of a second, and then I remembered it's Thursday. Mm, um, so yep. Mandalorian's tomorrow night. Something uh, to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah, night. episode five. We're nearing the end of the season already. It's crazy. Is it episode five or six tomorrow? Six tomorrow. Six tomorrow. Yeah. Or last Friday for those listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think about episode six? I. Five, six, no, six. Yeah, wow! Oh, they're all the great things that happened in episode six. I swear, so what happened was in episode so six? good. Well, you all know. 
Baby Yoda got just blown to smithereens. I'm sorry if you've been. Wa- I'm sorry if you haven't watched it yet. Spoilers, uh, but Baby Yoda's not around anymore. Um, no, Episode Five is the last one we've watched, um, which was called The Jedi. Yeah, Ahsoka Tano comes in. It's a character you've probably never seen. Never, in your life. never heard of. Um, I've never watched a Clone Wars in full. I've maybe watched a season of it. It's one. It's, an, it's another one of those shows that I struggle to get through. Mm. Apparently, it gets really good after like halfway through season two. I've just never been able to get there. Um, so she's a character in that. She was um, um, Anakin Skywalker's apprentice or Padawan. Oh, okay, yep. Um, and then she kind of pops up in Rebels as well, which was kind of the offshoot series from that, which takes place a little further down the timeline. Um, and, yeah, it's her first appearance in live action, mm. uh, which is very cool. Yeah. I thought it was great. I like I, I know it's very – character. That is about all I know about the character because, again, I've, I've seen very little of the animated stuff. But it's a good character. I feel like I'm not getting as much out of it it's, it, if as if – As if you'd known the character. Yeah, if I'd seen the show and I feel like there's a lot of – they're doing – there's so much in it at the moment. Like we had Bo-Katan, which was that character that, you know, they had the three mandaloins come in a few episodes back. They were like characters from the Clone Wars too. So these are characters I'm kind of familiar with but don't know a great deal about. I feel like if I'd watched the shows, I would be so excited like everyone else. all those books and shit you got. Yeah, but this was all after that. All those books I got were so, like, I reckon episode three hadn't even come out yet. Because oh. I used to collect when I was younger these massive, like, Star Wars, um, what are they called, the, the uh, it was like the, some Star Wars encyclopedia yeah. thing and there was, like, yeah. a volume every, every month week or, something, or every yeah. week for however many years, two or three years, volumes and volumes, I've got them all. But that was all, like, um, expanded universe stuff, which is now under, the, under Disney um, ownership is now non-canon anymore. So none of that stuff... <sighs> Even counts anymore. So they got a dozen, like hundreds, thousands of pages worth of material. And it cost us a fortune in the end, didn't it? Yeah, because they just kept making did, them did and making f- them. Did you finish getting the whole? I lot think of I got that? them all in the end. I remember I was I must have been so young because I reckon it was around the time episode two came out because I remember they did a second volume probably ten years later, I which covered that. a lot more stuff, which I didn't get. Um, but I remember Mum ringing them up multiple times, being like, right. "How many? How more? many more are there?" Yeah, and they like, couldn't oh, tell there's us. There's only like ten more, and then you'd ring back, and they'd be like, "Oh, we're not sure. We've extended it a bit more." Yeah, it exactly. just went on for years and years. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I read it all. I read it all, or a vast majority of it. But yeah, all the Clone Wars stuff has been just very fairly recently. And there's about you've got about like the big, no, oh, huge. They big, had um, the big ring binders. Ring binders. Like yeah. 10, 15 of them just full of the things. And you, they had like in the corner, like the year, like it right. corresponded yeah, yeah, to yeah. the Star Wars timeline. And you could put them all in order of the oh, year. Yeah. And you did that. It was like, yeah, I did all that. There was characters, there was events, there was like weaponry and ships and all that stuff. And you could kind of, that's amazing. Like this huge compendium of just like a massive Star Wars encyclopedia. 95% of which now was non-canon under Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. I know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was a good episode. I thought it was great. The action was great. Lightsabers for the first time in The Mandalorian, as far as I can remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it would have I to think, be, wouldn't it? I think it, it is, yeah. Um, it's just great. Good, good action sequences. Um, yeah, but I just feel like I'm not getting as much out of it as I would had I watched Clone Wars and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, good show. Good show. 
And don't worry, Baby Yoda's safe for now, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> we don't know what happens <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, we've also been watching Auntie Donna. We've been God. we've gone back to the Facebook stuff now because we finished. Oh my God. We finished the big old big old fun. fun on Netflix um, last week. We smashed that out, and now we're onto the older U- the yeah YouTube stuff. <laughs> it's just just. Oh, it still staggers me how they got funding. I know. It really staggers me. Yeah, well, some of those episodes, you know, just really weird, crazy, wacky shit. Oh. And at the end, it's sponsored by Screen Australia. So they've been given, like, government funding from Screen yeah. Australia to all these just really stupid, um, what do you call it? It's um, uh, absurdist comedy. Really weird. It is absurd. And you, you kind of wonder, A, how did they get government funding for this stuff? B, how did they get a Netflix show out of it? And how do they get away with saying the, yeah, yeah, the words that they yeah. say on that show? Unbelievable! But it's great. It's fantastic. It's awesome. It is so good. It is awesome. Love Funniest it. thing Absolutely I've seen in a it. very long time. And the YouTube stuff is just as good as the um, as the Netflix thing. So if you've watched the Netflix show, Big Old House of Fun, check out the YouTube mm. stuff because it, I think it's even wackier the YouTube yeah. shit. Because I think I don't know if Netflix told them to tone it down or anything. I feel like they probably didn't. But I feel oh, like I don't think so. But I feel like there might like some of the YouTube stuff goes pretty, pretty far. Oh yeah, yeah. C bombs and F bombs yeah. and the whole lot. Yeah, it's incredible. And then the, the uh, I think we probably mentioned last week the first mm. time we saw it was with your cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, That's right. Uh, introduced Showed us to us pudding. Clip. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas pud. Uh, so yeah, pud, well, I've actually had three or four people. Email in or message in this week saying, "Oh, you've got me on to Auntie Donna, and yeah. we're just we're stuck <laughs> watching it now." So, if you're listening and you yeah. haven't had a look, get on and have a look. Brilliant! And start a good starting point is is Auntie Donna Christmas pudding or um, Bikey Wars. Bikey Bikey Wars, that's <laughs> uh, hilarious! Brilliant little Bikey song. Wars the musical. Yeah, it keeps it keeps coming up on my recommended. I feel like because every time I see it, there I click it and we watch it. <laughs> And it just keeps coming up in my recommended every time yeah. without fail. It's right there. I'm like, oh, all right, those go those on. those two yeah. set the tone for the whole yep. the whole series and everything they've done. Yeah, but it is awesome. Very very good. Let's um, reach out and try and yeah, try that'd and be great. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be good. Yeah, they are. I think they they must be Melbourne. They're Mel- Melbourne yeah, they boys. are. They're, yeah. they're they're from Melbourne. Yeah, so we'll that'll be good if we get to speak to Not even too one far of them. from here. From I un- I don't know. Understand. I don't know. Not sure. Um, but yeah, because they film a lot of stuff. It seems like sort of around the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and, not, and some of the some of the some of the things they mention. Yeah, sort of makes me think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I reckon they're from. Yeah. But anyway, um, very yeah, good stuff. That's all the stuff we watched this past week. Um, again, we're not going to do too much news this week, but I felt like we did have to mention um, David Prowse passed away. Very sad. Was you're very sad? Um, there's an uh, English actor, British actor who was Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy. Wasn't the voice. He Not was the voice. The, the actual actor in the costume. Yeah. Um, he was a bodybuilder beforehand. Did a little was bit of acting. Really? Yeah. You just got to see a picture of a massive guy. He was Is huge. He really? Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you picture Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. when he was younger, like yeah. that really same sort of physique. Super buffed. Yeah. Uh, six foot six. And Is he's tallest. He really? Yeah. I knew he was tall. I didn't realise yeah. he was that tall. When he was, I think because he's been, or he had been, Quite ill for a number of years, he lost a lot of his height. Oh, you do as you get old anyway. Um, but yeah, at his yeah at his tallest, he was six foot six, God. which I think a Darth Vader, big tall, oh, yeah, overpowering exactly right. guy. But I suppose when you look at when you look at the Darth Vader character, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's, he's quite tall yeah. and quite broad across the mm-hmm. shoulders. Yeah, 
But I didn't realise it was actually him and not just yeah. a costume that he Yeah, had, no. You know? Well, you think they put like, sho- like shoulder pads and yeah, exactly platforms right. and stuff, but yeah. no, he's a huge guy. You know, have a look at pictures. Wow. Yeah, insane. So, yeah, he, he passed away at the age of 85. Again, he had health problems for many years, but apparently been battling COVID at the end. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah. Oh, so, whether that um, was the thing that, unfortunately... Was it put yeah. down as a COVID death? Or? I'm not sure. I saw an interview with his daughter that said he had COVID at the time of passing, but whether mm. that was the official ruling of death, I'm not too sure. Um so, yeah, that is a sad one. Of course, he portrayed Darth Vader underneath the suit, but James Earl Jones did the voice. Mm-hmm. But the, the presence that you see on screen, that menacing, overbearing presence, is David Prowse through and through. Oh. And, you know, between that performance, like incredible body performance. For someone yeah. who didn't give a voice to the character, just that, that um, you know, that weight that he yeah, brought yeah, to the yeah, role exactly is incredible. Right. And, like, one, yeah. of the, one of the greatest screen villains. Oh, without doubt. If, if not the without, best. Without you know, doubt. Yeah. Um, so he's Everybody knows Darth Vader. Oh, absolutely. Even if you don't know Star Wars, you know but Darth Vader. But not everybody Vader. knows Jaws. Well, yeah. Exactly right. No, we're not talking about Jaws. Jaws from Shark, James Bond, James, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, again, you got James Earl Jones delivers that menacing voice, but that screen presence was David Prowse through and through. Mm. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately he passed away. Mark Hamill said on Twitter, of course, Luke Skywalker, so sad to hear David Prowse has passed. Uh, he was a kind man and much more than Darth Vader. Actor, husband, father, member of the Order of the British Empire, three-time British weightlifting champion and safety icon, the Green, Co- uh, the Green Cross Code Man. He loved his fans as much as they loved him. Uh, George Lucas said, David brought a physicality to Darth Vader that was essential for the character. Um, he made Vader leap off the page and onto the big screen with an imposing stature and movement performance to match the intensity and undercurrent of Vader's presence. David was up for anything and contributed to the success of what would become a memorable tragic figure. May he rest in peace. Yeah, so very sad. Um, so we've lost another member of the Star Wars family. Um, mm. Kenny Baker, R2-D2, not, we lost him not that long ago. Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca. Yeah. We lost uh, not that long ago uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah. So sadly, we've lost quite a number so of them a few now. now. Um, when you think about it, it was what forty odd 40 years, odd years ago? ago. Yeah, seventy-seven. So forty-three years ago. Yeah. So. so there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, Very sad. Oh well, you know, like that's life. It's that's, it is. And he was eighty-five, so he had a good a reason, run, reasonable life, reasonably yeah. good run. Um, so there you go. Um, other news, again, we're not going to do too much news, but this is something that popped up this morning that I just thought was really funny. I had to mention it. Um, last week we were talking about how Universal has 12 monster films in the pipeline. Yeah, that's right. Um, on the back of one performing really well, they've gone, yes, we'll do this one. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. We'll do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Right? They've yeah. just announced a 13th one. Oh, bugger off. Yeah, they do another really? one. Yeah, Van Helsing, they're rebooting. Um, so this one, of course, that's joins... Some of the, that's had about two or three goes, isn't it? Yeah. Van Helsing? Well, Van Helsing was the um, antagonist in Dracula. Yep. And then, so he was in all of those films. And then, of course, Hugh Jackman did a Van Helsing. That's right. And then Van, Van Helsing just pops up in all the monster movies. Any version of Dracula you see or whatever, there's always a Van Helsing around. Um, so yeah, this is like they're going to reboot it again. Uh, so this, of course, joins as we mentioned last week. Channing Tatum um, is doing a comedy. I haven't really said what it is. Like a tongue-in-cheek comedy. The Rock is rebooting the Scorpion King. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is doing an Invisible Woman film. 
They're doing an Invisible Man sequel, reboots of Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and now we've got this Van Helsing film. Uh, it's going to be produced by James Wan, um, of course, of the Saw and Conjuring films, um, and he's also doing the, the Frankenstein film for this new Monster Universe thing. It's directed by Overlord filmmaker Julius Avery and written by Eric Pearson, who wrote Thor Ragnarok and Black Widow. So they seem to be um, all hands on deck for that one. Um, So 13 monster movies got to look forward to because one did very well. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to jump on the gun. Just thought I'd bring that up. God, oh, well, it's their money. Exactly right. They want to make this stuff for us to watch. Well, you know, so Mm. be it. Yeah. Ooh. I accidentally hit the Halloween sound effect there. Can you hear that? Oh, it's a spooky Christmas. (laughs) That's not what I wanted to hear. That's better. There we go. Here we go. It's the Christmas show. Let's talk about some Christmas stuff. Excited? Oh, yeah. All right. Love Christmas films. Love it. Not all of them, but some of them. Yeah. Some great films. Where do we start? Let's start with um, some new stuff that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a bunch of new Christmas movies coming out this week. Enough of the music. Cut it out. Yep. First one up, we got a couple coming out theatrically this year. Um, of course, theatres open in Australia, even here in Melbourne. Yeah, they are. Which is beautiful. Can't get too many people in there, but no. they're open at least. Yeah. Um, and I think there's some open in the US at the moment, but just in the places where it's a little safer to be able to go. Theatres are closed in the UK. But anyway, yeah. we've got a couple of uh, movies out theatrically. First one, interesting, it's called The War with Grandpa. This one it looks dreadful, but I want to see it. looks terrible. <laughs> uh, it's got Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, Uma Thurman, Rob Riggle. Oh, God. If that's any indication. Yeah. Uh, and Jane Seymour. Uh, Rob Riggle's all right. Isn't I love fun? Rob Riggle. Yeah. But you know his films are going to be He's trash. He's going to be trash. <laughs> but they're lovable but, trash. But lovable. Um, this has been produced, or one of like 30-odd producers on the film, uh, by a 15-year-old kid. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Pretty incredible, yeah. but he, but it started. He, um, from what I've, what I've read and seen, yeah. he, it started as a school project. He was yeah. eight years old, I think, seven yeah. or eight, eight years old, yeah. and it was a school project. And his parents just happened to be in the movie yeah. industry, you know, producers and stuff mm. like that. And it took him it took him seven years to sort yeah. of convince them to sort of get it made, and they taught him how to pitch. Yeah, pitch for a film and chase funding and all those sorts of things. I think it's based on a book, and he wanted to. Yeah. Re- he wanted to watch the movie instead of oh, he's, read he's, the he's, book. Or his something. mother, his mother forced him to watch the movie. What forced him to read the book? But because there was no what? movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because there was oh, no movie, right. yeah, that's right. he wanted to make the <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. He, he, yeah, his mother forced him to read the book. Yeah, because there's um, no movie. Yeah, it's, so yeah. now they've made the movie. <laughs> this is this is interesting. Actually, I was reading into it. This is one that was supposed to come out in 2017, but it was um, one that the Weinstein's were going to dis, uh, dis, distribute. Really? Yeah, and because of everything that happened with the Weinstein's, mm. um, it kind of just went into a limbo, and it eventually got out of the got out of the hands of the Weinstein company, and now they're finally releasing it in 2020. Wow. Uh, so yeah, just one of those things just got caught up in. Like production hell or release hell, um, but this is uh, the the synopsis of the film. Peter is thrilled that Grandpa is coming to live with his family. That is until Grandpa moves into Peter's room, forcing him upstairs into the creepy attic. And though he loves his Grandpa, he wants his room back, so he has no choice but to declare war. 
<laughs> it's a family film, obviously. Uh, um, it looks pretty ordinary. And Bob De Niro does doesn't do a lot of great stuff anymore. No. He's one of those ones that's just doing money, just doing movies now. Superannuation. I mean, good on him. All oh, the, exactly right. Great, all the hundreds of films he's done mm. over the years. Brilliant films, brilliant performances. I think he's earned it. Yeah. Just do a couple yeah. of just ones to just, you know. Just, just top, to please himself and have yeah. a bit of fun maybe. Yeah, top the bank. He's probably, he's probably not getting paid a fortune to do them. but No. Oh, but he's good at these stupid little old man comedy roles. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, always fun. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be fun. That's worth it'll a watch. It'll be fun to check out. So I'll that's, uh, check it out. That's um, in theatres. I'm an old man myself. Yeah. I believe all of the ones that we're going to talk about are available now. They're out now, so you can watch them. They're either out now or they're out tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of them so December by the time 4th. This, so by the time this podcast goes out, <laughs> they're out. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, that time was doing my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all, that's right. you can watch them. You can watch them. So that yeah. one's gone theatrical. Happier Season is another one that's out theatrically in Australia, but if you're in America, you can watch that on Hulu. On the Hulu streaming yep. service, it's a Hulu original. It's got Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, Dan Levy, uh, Mary Steenburgen, and Victor Garber. Stacked cast. Mm. Um, I've heard from a lot of people this is a very, very good film. Oh, apparently okay. a very, very good movie. Um, we had tickets to this last week and couldn't. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, it's really uh-huh. sad because I really want to see this, um, but I just. I had to get my video done, my Charlie Brown evolution. I already pushed it back once and want to push it back again. Exactly. Um, so unfortunately we missed that screening. Um, meeting your girlfriend's family for the first time can be tough. Planning to propose at her family's annual Christmas dinner until you realise that they don't even know she's gay is even harder. Um, when Abby, Kristen Stewart, learns that Harper, Mackenzie Davis, has kept the relationship a secret from her family, she begins to question the girlfriend she thought she knew. It's a holiday romantic comedy that captures the range of emotions tied to wanting your family's acceptance, being true to yourself, and trying not to ruin Christmas. It's all those, Sounds all, right. it's all those great like Christmas elements, movies about family and acceptance and love and belonging, and it just sounds like a really sweet film. Yeah, it sounds good. So I'm really, good. I'm really looking for. I've I've heard from a few people who've seen it and they just loved it. They adored it. Yeah. Um, it's getting rave reviews and yeah, I just can't wait to see it. It looks, it just looks like one of those just really light, beautiful, fun, heartwarming Christmas films, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, um, yeah, I think that'll that'll be okay. That and uh, I've got the cast is fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, Dan Levy. Of um, Shit's yeah, Creek. Yeah. 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 Ter- terrific. Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza. I went over this. Kristen Aubrey Stewart. Plaza, I love Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Plaza. I just, she was just on Alan before. Yeah. And she's just so. She's such a nutcase. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd a love to. One. I'd love to be sitting sit in the room with her. Oh, yeah. She's so She's funny. just so out there. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, that looks good. Again, uh, Hulu in the US, if you're over there, uh, or it's theatrical in Australia, so you can go see it in the cinema. Wow, you've seen the cinema. It's pretty good. Mm. Uh, here's a few that's coming out on Netflix. The Christmas Chronicles 2. Now, uh, this has got Kurt Russell as Santa Claus and Goldie Horn as Mrs. Claus. I don't remember the first one. We didn't watch it. Didn't we? I was overseas. Oh, that's right. Unless yeah. you watched it while I was not here. Um, I wouldn't remember it. I feel like it's one Alicia didn't really want to watch, so it just got, got skipped. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But the first one... 
was uh, the story of a sister and a brother, Kate and Teddy Pierce, whose Christmas Eve plan to catch Santa Claus on camera turned into an unexpected journey that most kids could only dream about. Oh. Okay, now the second one, Kate is now a cynical teen um, in, and is unexpectedly reunited with Santa Claus when a mysterious troublemaker threatens to cancel Christmas forever. Ooh. Ooh. Now I've heard um, the first one's not great, but the second one's actually a lot of fun. Oh, okay. So that's Maybe we're going to have to watch them. A couple I want to check out. I like Kurt Russell. He's a lot of fun. Goldie Hawn's always, always have, great. Yeah. Always loved Kurt. Yeah. Kurt and Goldie. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be lots of fun to watch, I think. I've got another one on Netflix called Holly Date. I'm a bit two minds of this. I've seen the trailer. The trailer doesn't look great, but people have been saying it's actually okay. Uh, it's got Emma Roberts, who is the niece of... i got no idea. Julia Roberts. Oh, really? Yeah, she's the niece of Julia Roberts. I believe she's the... I could be wrong, but I think she's the daughter of Eric Roberts, who is Julia Roberts's brother. You'd recognise him. You might not know the name, but you'd, you'd recognise him. So it's got Emma Roberts in there, who's great. She's a really great actor. It's got Luke Bracey and Kristen Chenoweth as well. Fed up with being single on holidays, two strangers agree to be each other's platonic plus ones all year long, only to catch real feelings along the way. Of oh, course they do. Isn't yeah. that sweet, oh, eh? nice. I saw in the news... The, the, Your mother will love that. Oh, yeah, probably. I saw on the You'll love it too. You love I probably a will. Yeah, I do love a rom-com. I don't mind a I do love a rom-com. When they're a good one, but... She's, I like Emma Roberts, so I'm thinking yeah, it'll so be enjoyable. I. And um, Luke Bracey is Australian? I think so. Is he Australian? I'm pretty sure he is. Let's look it up. You want to look it up? Look. I feel like he might be, but we could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it looks, it looks okay. The trailer didn't do much justice to the film, but I've heard it's, it's actually not bad. I saw on the um, morning show this morning... It was just on the background while yep. I was preparing this. Um, they were saying that this has spawned like a whole new trend, which is people like kind of hooking up online and agreeing to be each other's holly date, which is just like a date for the Christmas season, no strings attached. And at the end of the Christmas season, um, you, you go your separate ways. So apparently it's spawned like this whole new trend already. Oh, and they're talking really? about, oh, is it a good idea? Is it not a good idea? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Pretty crazy. So it's had its mark already. A holly date that's been on for oh, like a month already. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, he's Australian. He's born, born in Sydney. Thought he was. Yeah. Started started on Home and Away. Mm. Where they all start. Of course. Home and Away or Neighbours. Neighbours. Yeah. Um, Jingle Jangle, a Christmas journey. He's going to Netflix oh, that's as well. For- Forest Whitaker one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Forest Whitaker, Keegan Michael Key, and Hugh Bonneville. Produced by John Legend. Keegan Michael Key. What do I know him from? Um, he, oh, you've seen him in a lot of stuff recently. He was from Cam Peel, the comedy duo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he did one of the voices in Toy Story. He was either the duck or the bunny. I can't remember which one he was. Oh, comedic, yeah. comedic actor. You'll know, you'll know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know him. Um, yeah. So, That's who I thought it was. Yeah. This is an imaginary, an imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of eccentric toy maker. His adventurous granddaughter and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever. There's that word again, forever. Mm. I feel like they're all ending with forever. Threatens to cancel Christmas forever. Try not to ruin <laughs> Christmas forever. forever. So, yeah, so this one is about um, how this magical invention has the power to change their lives forever. I'm actually looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah. Sounds right. A bit magical, a bit fantastic. Doesn't really seem Just like your kind of thing. Not really. It surprises a, me. What I read, it's a bit of a musical as well. I think. Oh, which you don't like as which well. Which I don't like. But, so this is everything but you I don't like. For, like. I like Forrest Whitaker and Michael Keegan. Yeah. Uh, Michael 
Keegan, Keegan Michael. Michael. Yeah, that. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, it looks okay. I'll check that out. Have a look at that one. Um, we've got another one on Netflix that I feel like neither of us are going to watch. Uh, That's a Netflix jingle jangle. That's a Netflix. Too, the, yeah, yeah, jingle jangle. There's heaps going on Netflix. Uh, this cool. one's uh, this one's called the Prince the Princess Switch Two Switched mm, Again. Oh, no. This is Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, it's like a reimagining of the Princess and the Pauper, or the Prince and the Pauper, or whatever it is. Um, the first film uh, competing in a Christmas baking competition in Belgravia. A Chicago baker bumps into the prince's fiance, who looks just like her. They switch lives for two days. Oh, that was the first one. Like crap. That's the first one, right? So the new one, when Duchess Margaret unexpectedly inherits the throne to Montanaro and hits a rough patch with Kevin. Oh, old Kevin, up to no good. <laughs> Kevin, that's a real Aussie name, isn't it? Yeah. Kevin. Um, it's up to her double, Stacy. Oh, up to her double, Stacy. It's not written very well. There should be an apostrophe there. I just copied this from IMDb. Um, it's up to her double, Stacy to save the day before a new lookalike party girl, Fiona, foils their, foils their plans. It's not an Australian film, but can't you imagine Stacy, Kevin and Fiona, like characters from Neighbours in the exactly, 1980s? Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. That sounds like garbage. That sounds mind. awful. Yeah, uh, it's just a family film. I think it's one for the kids. But yeah. if you're interested in that, that's on there. I've got um, no interest in that. No, not at all. Move on. I'll never watch that. <laughs> um, this is one that we probably won't watch, uh, but it's Dolly, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Oh, I love Dolly. I love Dolly Parton. It's a comedy drama. An embittered Scrooge of a woman plans to sell her small town regardless of the consequences to the people who live there. Mm. It's got like a five on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like sh- Yeah, it doesn't crap. sound very good, does it? Uh, so, yeah, we'll probably skip that one too. Yeah, I would think so. Um, Godmothered is the new one on Disney+. Plus. It's got Isla Fisher. Another Love Isla Fisher. Another Australian. Yeah. Um, and Gillian Bell, who Gillian is Bell. great. You'd know her as well if you saw a <sighs> comedic actor. Back, back, in the, back to IMDb. And have yeah. <laughs> um, it's a comedy about Eleanor, a young, inexperienced fairy godmother in training. This is Gillian Bell who, upon hearing that her chosen profession is facing extinction, decides to show the world that people still need fairy godmothers. Finding a mislaid letter from a 10-year-old girl in distress, Eleanor tracks uh, tracks her down and discovers that the girl, Mackenzie, Isla Fisher, is now a 40-year-old single mum working at a news station in Boston. Uh, Having lost her husband several years later, Mackenzie has all but given up on the idea of happily uh, happily ever after, but Eleanor is bound and determined to give Mackenzie a happiness makeover whether she likes it or not. I thought it was okay. I've just looked up Gillian Bell. Yeah. She, she's, she's fantastic. Yeah. I love her stuff. Yeah. It's really offbeat, mm, real yeah, offbeat, yeah, offbeat comedy. Yeah. Quirky stuff. Yeah. yeah. And Isla Fisher's always good. Isla oh, Fisher's always... playing more of a, like a dramatic role. Well, not a really dramatic role, but like the straight, the straight yeah. role. Um, I thought I was so really surprised at how uh, I say it's great, but but how how enjoyable it was, and it's almost like Alf, sort of like this fish out of water story where this magical being travels to like the normal world, the human Earth, and has to you know do something and then get back in time. Mm. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's one that I think a lot of kids are going to love. Sounds I right. feel like it's probably one that's going to 
will probably go on and be a, like a classic for a lot of people. Oh, so okay. like for what Elf was for my generation, it's funny I always think of Elf as being like a really new Christmas movie, but I was in primary school when that came out. Is it that old? Yeah. Wow. I saw it on like an activities day at primary school. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have thought it was that old. Yeah, it's that old. Probably wow. 2003, I would I guess. So nearly 20 years old. My God. Yeah. Wouldn't it, would never have thought. Yeah, it was that old. So that's sort of like I feel like this godmothered is almost like a an elf for the modern day, kind of that same sort of spin. It's very similar to Disney's Enchanted, which you wouldn't have seen. It's got Amy Adams, and again, it's the same sort of thing, like a magic fairy tale princess character travels to the like the real like world, the human world sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a mix between those two. It has a lot of callbacks to classic Disney fairy tale films and stuff. It is a very Disney movie. It feels like the kind of movie that would have gone to cinemas and absolutely tanked and just, you know, flopped mm. because people don't go see these movies at cinemas anymore. So I feel like Disney Plus is a really great place for these movies to go and it's going to get a lot of eyes and millions of people will get to see it and enjoy it. Whereas if we went to cinemas, no one would have gone to see it. Mm. So it would just get buried. But I thought that was enjoyable enough uh, to watch. Uh, if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that, I've got a review up on the channel right now. Awesome. Talking about Disney Plus, they sent me this last week. Advent Keller. Advent Keller. Yeah, they sent me this um, last Friday, just before we started recording the podcast. That's right. And yeah, this is a little Advent Keller. Very nice surprise from my friends over at Disney Plus. Um, wasn't expecting it. And essentially, it's just a little Advent Calendar. We open it up, you get a little chocolate, and the chocolate's got like a little lolly stuck in it, so it's a surprise what the lolly is every mm. day. Or candy for my American friends. What do they call them in Britain? Sweets. Sweets. Yeah. Sweets. Um, we call them yeah. lollies Sweets, here. Yeah. Well, yeah, lollies. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to open one up. If you've been... Well, do you, want, you got your, your phone? Yeah, or? yeah, I'll film it. I'll film you doing it. I'll do it. For Instagram. Yeah, oh, I'll do, you it do it yourself. I'll do it. Because I've been doing... If you've been watching my Instagram, um, I've been recording myself opening these every single day. And the good thing is you open it up and you get your candy, your sweet, your lolly, right? And it gives you a little recommendation of what to watch on Disney+. Plus. So I've been recording this and putting it on my um, my Instagram. So I'm going to record for Instagram while I'm doing the podcast. I'm killing two birds with one stone <laughs> right here. So recording. Efficiency. Okay. All right, guys, here we go. It's uh, time to open up today's Disney Plus Advent Calendar. We're going for December 3 because that's today. Thanks to old mate Rick for helping out. We're recording the podcast at the same time. We're uh, killing two birds with one stone, as I just said in the podcast. We're going to open this up right here and figure out, oh, my Lord, these are tough to get into. Oh, here we go. You ready? Oh. It's going to be candy corn. There we go. Oh, please don't candy be candy corn. corn. Candy corn. Candy corn. Here candy we go. Corn, oh. oh, it's an M&M. <laughs> I had an M&M yesterday. Oh, how do I get it out? How do I get it out? You gotta... There we go. Oh, okay, and today's movie is Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Ugh. We're actually about to talk about that in a minute. Are we? Here oh, in the podcast. So there you go. There's my little chocolate with a little chocolate in it. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. And please watch the podcast. Um, this is strictly for people on Instagram watching. Uh, please watch the podcast. Um, and here we go. That was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> How strange. That was a bit weird. So yeah, there we go. So then it gives you that little um, suggestion of what to watch. Right there. And today was Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Oh, that can go there. That's a bit of fun. You know, hit that on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already incorrupt. <laughs> Can't help it. Would you like some? No, no, no. Life has been your goal. Would you like, have you got the uh, thing up? 
The uh, what? No, the um, the script or the the run, um, sheet. The run sheet. Yeah, you want to take over while I eat my chocolate? Oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we just talk about what last year's? Yeah, we're going to talk about just la- a few last like, year's and 2018's la- Christmas movies. Yeah. Noel Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you enjoy that, don't you? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. Yep. Shirley MacLaine, Billy Eichner. Yep. Uh, Santa's daughter must take over mm. the family business when her father retires from, and her brother, who is uh, supposed to inherit the Santa role, gets cold feet. Yeah. Mm, we watched it. Did we? Yeah, it was really good. We watched it when we oh, first. Oh yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah, watch yeah, it at yeah, Christmas. Yes, yes, I we, do, yes, I do remember. We watched it when we first got. I'm just gonna watch my chocolate tub. And <laughs> um, we watched it when we first got Disney Plus. So when I got back from overseas, um, probably around January time, we watched it last or this year. Oh, that was really okay. good. I yeah, enjoyed that. Yeah, I think, so I, 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 think I do remember. I would it. really. Re- I, that is probably. So I remember thinking Julie, Shirley MacLaine thinking. Yeah, no, oh, she's still going around. Yeah, <laughs> and she's still doing a lot of. She's in a lot of stuff recently. Is she? Yeah. Um, but Anna Kendrick is the main one. She becomes sort of Santa. Mm. It's a lot of fun. Really I love Bill Hader too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen that one yet on Disney+, Plus, I know a lot of countries have only just got Disney+, Plus recently. So, um, yeah, check that one out for sure. Um, one that went to Netflix last year is called Klaus. You haven't watched this. We're going to have to watch it this year because it's so good. Really? Yeah, it's an animated film. It's done with that like hybrid CG traditional animation. Oh, okay, so yeah. good. Looks, yeah. It's a gorgeous film. It's got Jason Schwartzman, J.K. Simmons, Rashida Jones. Simple act of kindness always sparks uh, another, even in a frozen faraway place. When Smearenberg's new postman Jesper befriends toymaker Klaus, their gifts melt an age-old feud and deliver a sleigh full of holiday traditions. Mm. Really good movie. A lot of people loved it. I love Schwartz, Schwartzman and yeah. Simmons and Rashida Jones. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you all have to have a look it's at It's so good. It's so good. Uh, that should I reckon that should have won um, Best Picture at the Oscars last year, or you know, really? that yeah, could... it was it did get nominated? Did it really? Um, yeah, oh. I think so. Yeah, uh, it was a very very good movie. I just thought we'd mention some of last year's ones because I know some people, even us, like we still haven't seen some of last year's Christmas movies. No, like, exactly. We right. wait until they come out on DVD or Blu-ray, and then yeah. we don't see them until the next year. Yep. Um, so I know a lot of people, you know, take a while to catch back up on those films. So we, just we, tend, we tend not to watch Christmas films during the year. Yeah, exactly. Well, we won't. We leave them till the end leave of the year. Leave them till the yeah. end of the year. Um, so, so you, we just thought we'd mention a few in case people have, you know, fallen a bit behind. Last Christmas, this is one we haven't watched yet. We've got it sitting out there. It's been on the shelf. That's I've right, been yeah. here. I can't wait to watch this. I just want to watch it. Mm. We finally can. It's got Amelia Clark, Henry Golding, Michelle Yao, and Emma Thompson. Um, and it is, uh, Kate is a young woman subscribed to bad decisions. Working as an elf in a year-round Christmas store is not good for the wannabe singer. However, she meets Tom there. Her life takes a new turn. Uh, for Kate, it seems too good to be true. Um, mm. This is set to the music of Wham. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, George Michael and Wham is the wow. soundtrack, yeah. Um, it's one of those ones that got really mixed reviews. It's a British uh, rom-com thing, uh, rom-com Christmas movie. Of course it is. Conjures images of Love Actually, which is one of our favourite Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Um, this got trashed by critics. But I remember when it first came, when this came out in cinemas, um, all the newspapers were bringing up the fact that um, Love Actually got trashed when that first came out. Oh, and yeah. that is like one of the classics of the last yeah, exactly 20 years. Right. Um, so people are saying, well, maybe this will go on to become 
that's uh, again we haven't seen it, so I can't say. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Amelia Clark's great. Henry Golding's the whole cast is very very good. Um, last year, The Grinch came out, or was this like, yeah, last year or 2018 came out. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch version of The Grinch is the CG animated one. That's right. Yeah. Um, it was okay. We watched it. Mm. I don't really remember it, so that tells me it probably wasn't that great. I just think there's been too many Grinch films over the yeah. years. Mm-hmm. You, get, you get sick of watching them. Yeah. It's the same it's, thing. It's the same, it's the same film. Yeah. You know, sheep in different clothes, yeah. really. Um, so, yeah, there's that one. And then oh, Nutcracker and the Four Realms, which was today's advent calendar pick <laughs> from Disney+. Plus. Not a great movie. Mackenzie Foy, Kira Knightley, Morgan Freeman, Helen Mirren, um, again, this is the kind of movie that would just be dumped on Disney Plus today mm. alongside Godmothered. But Godmothered is by far the superior film. This movie, oh, man, really, really bad. I didn't like it one bit. Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Young girl is transported into a magical world of gingerbread soldiers and an army of mice. Gorge, visually gorgeous film. Stunning. Like, re- just a beautiful movie. Just awful, though. Really bad. Could imagine. Kira Knightley, I really like Kira Knightley. She does some great stuff. She's in some of my favourite movies ever. Pirates. Love actually. Uh Bender Like Beckham, so many more. She's brilliant. She is insufferable in this movie. Really just yeah. over the top and really that's like, oh man, what are you doing? So anyway, No Crack in the Four Realms is on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> as, as, as said by my uh, advent calendar, you can watch that if you like. It just wasn't for me. I think the kids love that one. Now, you had a list of Christmas movies that have just gone on Netflix, I believe. Yes, yeah, well, they've... Or um, are on Netflix. Yeah, they're, they're either already up. Some of them Some of them went up in mid-November. Yeah. Early mid-November, and some are going up on the 4th. Yeah. So they'll be out by the time this goes out. Mm-hmm. So we'll just quickly run through the list. Um, some of you already mentioned, like Hol- uh, Holly Date. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called Dan's Dream Hot Chocolate Hot Chocolate Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the hell that's about. <laughs> I don't know. No idea whatsoever. <laughs> um, Operation Christmas Drop. Now, that sounds, that sounds okay, that one. Yeah. That's... Um, uh, it's about uh, congressional uh, congressional aide Erica mm-hmm. uh, foregoes family Christmas to travel at her boss's behest mm-hmm. at a beachside Air Force base. She cl- uh, she clashes with Captain Andrew Jantz, uh, who knows her assignment is finding uh, is finding reasons to to defund the facility, mm-hmm. um, and it's got pretty good reviews. Yeah, um, so I'm still interested to see uh-huh. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Christmas Chronicles we mentioned Jingle yeah. Jangle. Yeah, we mentioned that mentioned one. Mentioned that one. Yeah. Um, Christmas Waltz. Uh, God knows what that is. <laughs> I have no idea what that yeah. is. Um, An- Angela's Christmas Wish uh, is an animated one. All right. It's an animated yeah, yeah. film. Okay. That doesn't look too bad. Um, uh, a Sugar and Spice Holiday. I don't even know where <laughs> I got that from. <laughs> Sounds like trite, just yeah. by the name. Yeah, don't uh, judge a book by its cover. No, exactly right. Uh, Dear Christmas, <laughs> yeah. uh, Merry Little Christmas Wedding, which sounds like oh, yeah. Don't look at the synopsis. That sounds like trash. Yeah. Uh, Christmas on the Square. Now that's um, is that the Mariah Carey oh, one? Yeah, I maybe. Think it's, maybe. Is that the Mariah Carey one? Christmas on the Square, or is that the Dolly Parton I one think, I said before? Oh, it might be Dolly Parton. I think that's the one. Oh, that's the Dolly that's Parton, the Dolly that's Parton, Parton one. one, yeah. 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 Um, Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special. Now, that was – it's um, – <clears> that <throat> one, I think, was – has 
been released in conjunction with her Christmas album. Oh, probably. Yeah. I think they all do that, and it's a, it's a, it's um, they're saying it's quite innovative, special because it's it's live action with with cartoon animation oh, and stuff right, like yeah. that as well. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah. I don't know whether I'll watch it. Apple T is that Apple TV? That's did you say? Uh, Apple. Yeah, Apple TV Plus, from December yeah. four. Yeah. Um, and one called Just Another Christmas, which is a, I think it's a, it's a, um, it's a foreign film. Mm-hmm. It's a remake of a foreign film, I think. Oh right. Um, but that sound, that that looks really good. That one. Oh right. Um, just pull it up and have a look at the synopsis. Yeah, just that. another Christmas Netflix. Um. Brazilian movie? Yeah, that's it. Is that a Brazilian film or is it a remake of? I, I think it's a remake of. I don't know where this is going to some random page. Just another Christmas. I had oh, notes on that here somewhere. Yeah, Brazilian. It's a Brazilian film. Oh, is it stuck in a time loop where it's for a uh, time loop where it's forever Christmas? A family man who hates the holiday starts to learn valuable lessons about what's uh, important in life. Oh, this is the one that you said was a remake of or a version of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, it's a Brazilian yeah. Brazilian film. Sort of a, you know, sort of, um, yeah, sort of, um, what do you call it, Groundhog Day type thing. Yeah, yeah. Or The Family Man. Or, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, you know, they, they live the same day over again yeah. and all those sorts of things. Yeah. So that looks that looks pretty good. I wouldn't, All right. wouldn't, that mind, is checking, a, that's wouldn't a, mind checking that out. That's a new one. I'm looking at IMDb. Hasn't got a rating yet. No, so, it's, ooh, it's not up yet. I oh, think yeah, it goes up today. Today. Or yeah. last Thursday for those listening. Yeah, the 3rd of December. Yeah, so that's up. So that looks, that looks okay. I don't mind. Don't mind yeah. the look no, it looks quite good. That's a yeah. Netflix film. Yeah. Looks like a bit of fun. Yeah, cool. I don't think I've ever watched a Brazilian film. I couldn't say I have either. Look like they'd have a bit of fun making. Yeah, that looks quite good. So that yeah, so fun. I wouldn't mind checking that one out. So there you go. There's just a number of new, newer just films. Shitlo- and there's, and so many. And those channels in I don't know, we, we like used Hallmark to, and we used to have stuff. Hallmark Channel here yeah. on Foxtel, mm. but we don't anymore. Thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> and there's dozens of films mm. coming up on those, and yeah. they just all look like absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Probably any people like my mother sitting, yeah, sitting and watching those. You know, the yeah. audience love that, but yeah, I don't no know. Way. They're like real low budget, sort of just TV yeah. films, yeah. family movies. They're for and, and production values are probably really that's crap what, too. That's what the Hallmark Channel is for. It's for like yeah. just families and is it Christian Channel or something? I or? think it is. I think it has Christian affiliation, or I'm not sure with. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it's sort of a Christian channel or something. Mm. But, yeah, Hallmark, yeah, it's like, I don't Nothing. know if there's like one every day or one, like a couple every, well, I don't know, but there's been a lot. There's a lot of them. You said you put up a list of like almost 200 or something, Hallmark uh, films, Christmas films? No, I pulled, I pulled up a list that had 99 films yeah, on it. And the vast majority of them Crazy. were Hallmark and there was another channel, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. That, that, that most of the ones that just look like trash. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, we won't re- we won't go through all of those no, ones exactly to right. you guys. No, um, won't do it to you. Let's talk about some of our favourite. Um, as we're bordering on an hour here, let's talk about some of our favourite Christmas movies. Bordering, we've passed an hour. We've passed an hour. Um, some of our favourite Christmas movies of the past. Now, what we used to do, or what I used to do, for years and years, did it for years, Been doing it for years. Um, it started as our 12 Days of Christmas movie marathon where we'd watch a Christmas movie every day in the 12 days leading up to Christmas. It just ballooned out because there were just so many movies coming out and so many we wanted to see and it ended up being a 25-day Christmas movie marathon where most days we would probably be watching two films. 
yeah, between right. one to two, some days three Christmas films. Um, so I used to do like a schedule and we'd have like a proper schedule where I'd write what movies are going to be on what day and family and friends could come over and join us in the cinema and watch. We'd send we'd send a list out to family and friends and they'd pick, oh, you want to come see that or see that. So we had people over and, you know, come yeah. and watch movies and stuff. Because, you know, we've got limited seats. Yeah. Well, you know, we... Book it, book it out some some yeah. nights and people, other people say, oh, can I come and watch you? Yeah, you'll have to sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seats yeah. are already taken. Yeah. Um, so that's always a lot of fun. But this year we're not going to do the full 25 days. It gets to the point where you've been watching these movies for probably 10 years and it gets to a point where you're like, we're just watching this for the sake of just going yeah, through the motions exactly of it right. again. Yeah. Uh, so this year what we're doing is probably just, I don't know, throughout just, the month. Yeah, just pull, pull some here yeah. and there and then the last you know, ten or so does we'll probably watch one every day or yeah. something because yeah. there's definitely some that we have to watch every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um. So what I've done is I've kind of pulled up an old schedule. The last one we did, which was 2017, I was wow. overseas in 2018, and then yeah. in 2019 we didn't do it. Didn't do it either. Um. So this year because you I didn't, you weren't home until mid December anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do it. Um. We watched a few of like our favorite ones and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, so what we will do is we'll run through like an older, the 2017 Christmas, um, schedule, movie marathon schedule that I did and just kind of give you a good idea of, of how you can make your own movie marathon. Now it doesn't, you don't have to have a home cinema. You can just be you and your family can just be you by yourself. That's the beauty of these movies. You can just, that's just great films. You can enjoy by yourself or with people or whatever, and you can just, have your own Christmas movie marathon. Just cheers. Just, we, Christmas films are really about just pure self-indulgence. Yeah, they? yeah. You can just indulge yourself yeah. in some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And this year, I mean, we need it more than ever this year. Oh, there's a no bit doubt of Christmas about cheer. No doubt about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so 2020, it's been a disaster the whole year. So it's time for some smiles, some cheer, some happiness. Um, so get into the Christmas movie. So yeah, we'll give you a good idea of how to kind of make your own Christmas uh, schedule. Um, so essentially what I used to do is I would have at least one movie every day leading up to Christmas from December 1st yep. and you work your way up to Christmas. You'd kick off with a movie that you really love, but not one that is like an enormous classic, not like your absolute favorite, just one you so for us, we would usually kick it off with bad Santa. Yeah, that's right. Great film. Yeah. Great. A like classic film, but it's yeah. not like the all time. It's not greatest. a great film, yeah. but it's, but it's good fun. So you kick it off with just a lot of fun. And then after that, you go through some smaller ones which gradually get better the closer you get to Christmas. So that yeah. is that first couple of weeks of the first couple of weeks of December are the ones where you're like, all right, here we go again. Yeah, let's watch this one again. Yeah, but you might sprinkle it with a couple of like good ones here and yeah. there, right? Particularly on Friday nights and Sunday yeah, nights. Friday nights, Saturday nights, Sunday nights. They're the nights that people are going to come over and watch stuff. So you kind of spread some good movies out through over throughout the weekend. Other uh, people might want to come and enjoy with you. Um, so, uh, yeah, so obviously the week leading up to Christmas, you would schedule your absolute favourite ones leading up. The movies just get better and better and better. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you have your absolute favourite ones. Yep. You know, watch your absolute favourite Christmas yep. movies and just, oh, it's just going to make the day there's, so much there's better. There's one that we watch every Christmas. Yes. Every Christmas Day we yep. watch it. And we'll we'll go through that when we uh, when we go through the, uh, the schedule here. Um, so, yeah, Friday night, as we said, would usually be like a friend's night. So you'd put something like Elf or Home Alone or something like that on, something that my mates would want to come over and watch for the billionth time. One <laughs> year we watched Home Alone and Home Alone 2 back-to-back. We're like, yes, let's do it. Had Tim over, Wacko Jacko was over, Lockie was over, the whole gang. All, like, so, so many of us, six or seven of us, we put them both on. We're like, yes, Home Alone 1 and 2. 
by the time we get to the end of two, we're like, what the hell we do that for? It's like the same <laughs> movie. It's the, same, it's the exact same in a movie. City. Great films, <laughs> and you could watch them both. In a any given Christmas season, but back to back, I would not recommend because no. you li- you literally watch the same movie back to back, and we're like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and I remember Tim was like, "I'm never doing that again in my life." I said, "No, good idea." Actually, I don't know if Wacko Jacko was there because he had the habit of just pulling out, just not coming. Oh, yeah, I'm coming, and then just not turn up. Um, um, and another mate that used to go to grandma's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, J- Wacko Jacko. One year actually. He, um, I hadn't scheduled Nightmare Before Christmas because it's not a movie that I love. It's one I like, but it's not one I want to watch every single year. Um, and he said, why haven't you got Nightmare Before Christmas on? Schedule it. I want to come and watch it. I was like, all right. So I scheduled it and then he didn't turn up. <laughs> and Tim come uh, over and then we're ready and then Wacko Jacko didn't turn up. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, so I haven't let him forget that. Um, so, yeah, the Friday night's usually like the Friends night and then like a weekend or something that the family might come over and enjoy, some like extended family or whatever. Love love Actually or The Holiday or just a nice cosy movie mm. for a weekend mm. evening. Um, and if you have some extra time, what I used to do when I had free time on the weekends, on a Sunday afternoon you'd put like – Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> Um, you would schedule, or I would schedule like some classic movies. What I used to do actually years ago, oh, hit my microphone. What I would do is a classic movie Sunday. That's right. So I would sit all yep. Sunday and just watch like two or three classic movies. So then that bled into the Christmas movie marathon and I'd just watch like classic Christmas films on a Sunday afternoon. Stuff like Miracle on 34th Street, Shop Around the Corner. It happened on Fifth Avenue. Highly, highly underrated Bishop's classic. Bishop's Wife. Bishop's Wife, yeah, with Cary Grant. A lot of great classics. Um, and some nights we would even precede the movie with a short, a Christmas short. And it would usually be something like, you know, like the Disney, the classic Disney ones with Donald Duck and Chip Pluto and Dale, and, the Pluto yeah. ones and Mickey Mouse and uh, Charlie Brown Charlie Christmas. Charlie Brown ones, yeah. Yeah, your favourites. Yeah. Love them. Stuff like that. So you put on like a short little clip and it's easier this year now. We used to have like the, or I do, I do have the DVDs of the Disney Christmas um, shorts. So you put that DVD in, you watch a short, pull it out, put the movie in. Um, or some years I would have like two, two players two going, going yeah, and yeah. you just switch between. Yep. But now you've got Disney Plus, so a lot of these shorts are on Disney Plus. You can just switch between them. Awesome. So much easier. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good one. I highly recommend that. It's like the, the classic way of watching movies. You watch a short, then you watch a film. Um, of course, back you know, back when I was a kid and mm. generation before me, we'd yeah. go to the movies that always be a short on mm-hmm. before the main, mm-hmm. the main feature. You get that with the Pixar movies now, don't you? You go and you see yeah, a Pixar sort of, film, yeah. you get the short, and then you get the. Yeah. But it's like that old, really traditional way yeah. of viewing a film. Yeah. And um, often, often, the, often you'd have like a twenty-minute short, then you'd have an intermission, and then yeah, you'd have the have the main feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's have a look through an, a, a marathon. A old marathon schedule. It's going to be a little bit out because, again, this was a 2017 one. But we kicked that year off on the 1st of December, which was a Friday that year, uh, with Bad Santa. And then we watched The Night Before, but after. You, you forgot to mention you, uh, you had a short on. Oh, we had the short on, which was yep. Pluto's Christmas Tree. Disney short, good one. Yep. And then we watched Bad Santa. Great film. Well, good film. Funny, hilarious movie. Naughty Christmas movie, not for the children. Mind you, on this on this on this schedule, I've got to tell you, mm. on this schedule, Dave has also written start times. <laughs> yeah. So you've got at schedule, nine man. PM Disney Christmas short Pluto's yeah. Christmas tree. Um, and Bad Santa end at ten forty. Yeah. I would always make sure that there wasn't like two really long movies next to each other. Yeah. It would always be like yep. you'd finish watching before like eleven PM. Yep. So it was like meticulously crafted this schedule. 
So if you if you're watching, <laughs> I'll put a, I'll put up a little. I don't know if they can see that, but yeah, I'll put up a little graphic on the screen, I suppose, and show them. Um, actually, I did a video years ago where I like showed you how to make a Christmas marathon, and that might have been this year, 2017, more than likely. So we did Bad Santa, then we did the night before, which was that one with Seth Rogen and. Um, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Anthony Mackie were in that, I think. Uh, that, I think we only ever watched that once. Um, that was probably a first-time view that year, yep. I imagine. I think the first-time views, like for movies that we were watching for the first time, would go on a Friday night. Yeah, that's right. Most of the time yeah. or on like yep. a weekend. Saturday. Yeah. So the second day we had a Disney Christmas short, Corn Chips, which is Chip and Dale, yep. of course. Uh, Bad Santa 2, which I believe was the first view. Um, and which was, I don't even remember it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember it. Pretty average. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the first one. No. Still enjoyed it though. Yeah. And then we followed that with Miracle on 34th Street, the 1947 version. One of my favourite films. Great. Love that film. Some years we're like, oh, what version do we watch? The 47 version or the 90s version? So we finished up watching both. Yeah. So I think I must have scheduled that like a late evening one just to be like one that we could fall asleep to on the couch if we wanted to. Yep. Um, then we had like Sunday the 3rd was a classic movie Sunday afternoon matinee as I've written there on the, on the, thing. Um, the Bishop's Wife, Cary Grant again, great yep. movie. Um, and then uh, we had that evening we had two movies, Four Holidays. That had a different name too. Four Christmases Four overseas. Christmases, that's right. Uh, that's the one with uh, Reese Witherspoon and yep. uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yep. Um, they called it Four Christmases overseas because overseas or in America – they're more likely to see a Christmas movie after Christmas. But here in Australia and the UK, apparently we don't go and see movies that have Christmas in the title after Christmas. So they call it Four Holidays. Oh, okay. So people are more likely to go see a holiday movie after Christmas uh, than a than Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Right? Oh so they called it Four Holidays here in Australia. And I enjoyed that film. Great movie. We've watched yeah. that so many times. Yeah. That's watch, one we'll probably have to watch again. Oh, exactly year. right. Um, Love Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And then we follow that with Surviving Christmas, which is that one with Ben Affleck, where he moves into his old family house and pays oh, off this family no. to be James his family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I think we watch it one too many it's times. It's pretty ordinary. Yeah. It's pretty ordinary. Yeah. It's a fun one. But if you haven't watched it, it's yeah. worth, it's worth, worth watching. Look. Worth watching. And it's just silly, silly comedy. Once. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just one. watch it once. We watched it one watch too many that. times, I think. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've watched it so many yeah, times. No, yeah. <laughs> um, the 8th, which was a Friday, we had Donald Snow Fight as the short. So didn't, didn't we have films on during the week that, that year? We must have. Yeah, because... oh, Because you're on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh, and then the following Friday. That's so weird. I don't know what happened there. Maybe... I must have been busy. We must have had stuff on that night. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. Very strange. Except, oh, and it says the 12-ish days of Christmas movies. Maybe we did a truncated one this year but we just squeezed in a ton of movies we i think we squeezed in everything i looked over it there was nothing missing so i think we just really squeezed everything into this yeah you yeah. had 16 16 days schedule yeah so um so some so earlier years we would have scheduled just like one a night some of these nights we're squeezing in two films yeah, at once yeah that's right um so then the the eight we have the family man one of my favorite just movies in general. Yeah, that's good. Nick Cage. Yeah, your Disney short for before that. Yeah, which was Donald Snowfight. Donald Snowfight. Yeah. Uh, they're Family Man. Brilliant movie. Yeah, Nick I Cage. I love it. Again, yeah. it's a riff on It's a Wonderful Life or Groundhog Day yeah. sort of thing where he, he, oh, it's like that thing where you are, oh, I wish I wasn't born, which is the um, Wonderful Life version. But yeah. this version is like, oh, what would have happened if 
um, I didn't let the love of my life go off on an aeroplane. Yeah, that's you know, right. Or what, what if I went with her or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he sort of goes to sleep and he wakes up and he's so a family man. Sliding, sliding doors, is it called? Yeah, sliding similar door. to that kind yeah. of thing um, where it's like, yeah, an alternate version on your reality. Yeah. D- depending on your different it's good film. change. Yeah, love it. Nick Cage. Some really um, beautiful moments in that film. Uh, what's, what's the uh, – Taylor Leone yeah. plays the, the yeah. um, wife or the ex – Ex love, yeah, uh, brilliant movie. I love it. So we'll definitely watch that this year. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh mm, lord, move on. Tim Allen. Yeah, <laughs> move on. Yeah, move on along. <laughs> um, it's okay once or twice again, but then it's one of those ones that just gets a bit tedious. After just watch a while. it once. You don't yeah. need to watch it any more than that. Uh, the tenth, which was a Sunday, we had classic movie Sunday afternoon matinee. And this was usually just me watching these. Uh, the shop around the corner. I adore this movie. It's got um, James Stewart, and I feel like it is one that just doesn't get enough recognition anymore because they remade it as You've Got Mail. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And the shop that she worked, because she works at a bookstore and You've yeah. Got Mail, and the shop is called The Shop Around the Corner. Oh, so right. yeah, that's right. That. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of You've Got Mail. That's like that one Tom Hanks romantic comedy mm. that I never really loved, uh, but stuff like um, the other one that he did with Meg Ryan, um, Sleepless in Seattle, yeah. Just adore that, yeah. but yep. you've got mail. I didn't love, and that, I don't think that one's set at Christmas either. You've got mail, but Shop Around the Corner is. Um, no, I can't remember. A brilliant movie. James Stewart is one of my absolute favourites, and that is, and I think maybe even because James Stewart was in It's a Wonderful Life, that one overshadows um, oh, Shop that. Around the Corner. Um, and they actually just they've just issued that on Blu-ray this year, Shop Around the Corner. So I have to oh, you have to get it. it. Yeah. Uh, like $35, though, so I'm waiting for it to go down in price. That might be one <laughs> for next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, one of the Warner Archive ones. After Christmas, I'll drop the price, but after yeah. Christmas. Well, the Warner Archive ones I can usually get for about $19 when they're on special, so I, I won't be paying 35 for it. I've got the no, DVD. No, exactly. I'll run the DVD if I want to watch it this year. And then that evening, because it was a Sunday, is the holiday, uh, which is, of course, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Jack Black. Great film. Good film. Really good Great film. Great film. And the old guy, what's his name? Um, um, he, oh, crikey. Um, he passed uh, away uh, not long ago. Uh, Eli, uh, Eli, Eli Wallace. Wallace, that's right. Yes. Brilliant, of course, was in The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Yeah. As a much younger man, um, yeah. and he's just terrific. In really beautiful film. Really great movie. Heartwarming, touching, really sappy, really cheesy. Really nice, really nice story. That's to beautiful. It. Great yeah. film. So I'll watch that again. Usually um, your um, – well, your brother doesn't usually join us, but his his wife does. So my aunt, yeah, that's right, and the yeah. and the the kids or the you know, yeah, cousins like my age now. So yeah. so the cousins come. The cousins of my aunt they usually come and they will they'll watch the the holiday with us every not, year. Not Benny though. Does ben I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he likes it. It'll be Emily. So it's just Emily, and then uh, probably have yeah, yeah. Um, so they'll come and they'll watch that without without fail every year. Um, then on the Friday the fourteenth we had. Disney, so then we skipped like a whole week again that year, but you're getting the gist of it, really. So then that next Friday we watched Chip and Dale, which was a Disney Christmas short. Yep. We followed that by Trading Places, which was, of course, um, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Yep. Um, Brilliant, 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 hilarious movie, and I feel like I probably haven't watched it since then. I actually have a feeling we may not have watched it that year, but it's on the schedule. So I don't, don't remember watching it. Too far back for me. But it remember. is set on Christmas Day or like it sort of starts at Christmas and a great movie. Very mm. funny. One of the classic comedies of all time. 
Um, and then uh, Saturday the 15th, we did Home Alone and Home Alone 2, which I feel like was probably that yeah, year. Yeah, that year that you said with, <laughs> yeah. with Jackson and yeah. Tim and yeah, Rocky and... and um, and then we also had Die Hard and Die Hard Two scheduled. I don't think we did all four of those movies. I feel like, I feel like we watched Home Alone and Home Alone Two and went, "No, I'm done for the night now. I'm done." <laughs> um, but we would have definitely watched Die Hard that year. Oh, you, do every year. do every year. So that might have got changed. We might have changed that to another night. Sometimes they change. We don't stick to it like a hundred percent. All the time. Oh, but Die Hard. We are in the camp that believe that yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's set at a Christmas there's party. A, there's a debate. There's a big debate. Yep. But I set at a Christmas party, and it has all those classic Christmas well, themes. places in the same boat, Exactly the it? same, yeah. It's just set on the background set, of yeah, Christmas. Exactly right. But it's got all the classic themes of Christmas. Family. Yep. Togetherness. Yep. Love and happiness. Blowing shit up. Blowing shit up. <laughs> Arguments. <laughs> Terrorists and gunfights and slicing your feet on shards of glass. Oh, yeah. It's just fun family great, Christmas stuff. Yeah, I. Well, but it's but it's set against the backdrop of a Christmas, yeah. a work Christmas party, and it does have a heart at it because this guy's going up against terrorists because he wants to save his his wife, his wife, and struggling yeah. relationship, falling apart, or his ex wife, um, and their relationship like falling apart. He just wants to get it back together for the Christmas season. Yeah, you know, it's just got a great heart to it. Yeah, brilliant film. It's a good film, but lots of explosions and gunfights too. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. So you know, Bruce, Will- Bruce mix it up a bit. Bruce yeah, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah, um, we don't always watch Die Hard and Die Hard Two. I think most no. movies is just the first one. Or well, Die Hard Two. Die, Die, Die Hard. He's just Die Hard, but in an airport. Yeah, he's fighting the terrorist stuff in the airport. Yeah, that's right. Good movie, but again, it's that same. It's that same as Home Alone, where it's that same movie done twice. He's had, and it's set on Christmas as well. Yeah. Oh no, sure. it's happened again <laughs> at an airport this time. Oh no, I think you'd hate Christmas after that, wouldn't you? Yeah. And then they made bloody three other movies. None of them mm. were set on Christmas, though. Um, the following Sunday did um, classic movie Sunday afternoon matinee. It happened on Fifth Avenue, which is a film I love. This is one that I feel not too many people even know about. Um, and it's uh, this is also being issued on Blu-ray through Warner Archive Collection this year. I have to get it. Um, I can't even remember who's in this film. It's no one that's, like, huge. Um, I'm just looking it up here. Um, essentially, it's this rich guy moves out of his house for the Christmas season and at Christmas he will move to his holiday house and these homeless people move into the house and kind of take over the house mm. over Christmas. Um, I've just typed in it happened one night instead of um, it happened on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> it happened one night. It's a brilliant movie too, but it's not a Christmas movie. Um, this one has got um, uh, who's in it? Uh, Don DeFore. Who's terrific. He's in a lot of these great older movies that are not classics, but he's very good. Anne Harding, Charles Ruggles, Victor Moore, Gail Storm. Gail Storm um, <laughs> is in that. Oh, it's such a brilliant film. Gail Force. Yeah. 1947. I, if you want like a classic Christmas film, beautiful movie. I love it. Of course they get oh, – I won't spoil it, but it's a good film. Um, and then that evening, which was because it was a Sunday, we did Love Actually. And I feel like um, the aunt – uh, the aunt and the cousins all come around for that one as well. Yeah. Because it's one we just all love. Joe normally does for that love one. It, yeah. She loves that one. Adore it. I just love it so yeah, much. Yeah, it's a good film. It's a really well-made film. It's that. hilarious mm. and just great. Yep. Um, the following Monday, well, that year we did a classic Christmas sitcom night, three hours of classic sitcom Christmas episodes. So this would have been me and Tim. Tim always makes me do the sitcom <laughs> night. Um 
And I think we had a few people, a few other mates came over that e- that evening as well. Um, and that's stuff like Friends, Frasier, The Office, you know, that, um, the Office Christmas episode where it's the um, the Secret Santa and the limit's like 20 bucks, but Michael buys an iPod. <laughs> an yeah, iPad, that's right. iPod. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're talking about the American The American version, version the yeah. Um, and then yeah. the Frasier one, there's a Frasier Christmas episode called Frasier Grinch. Where yeah, he's got yep, his fam, his son's coming over for Christmas, and he's um, he buys him all these like geeky, sciencey presents for Christmas, and yeah. the box arrives, and it's not what he ordered. Yep. Um, so then he has to go to the um, to the mall for the first time in his life to find these nerdy gifts for his son, and the store's closed. Yeah. So he has to buy him like it's just so funny. But so, luckily, so his funny. old man comes to the rescue. Yeah, uh, Marty comes to the rescue with the with the gift that the kid actually he's, wants. Uh, he passed away not long as well yeah. either. Yeah. Oh, very sad. So yeah, there was a big Christmas sitcom night. Always have to do that. Squeeze in the sitcoms. Um, there is another Frasier episode, but we'll talk about that later. And it's one I watch every single Christmas Eve. We'll get that soon. Um, the nineteenth uh, of of of. December that year was a Tuesday. We did Disney Christmas short Winter Story. Then we watched The Grinch with Jim Carrey, which is a classic, but I feel like that's also one of those ones where you just watch one too many times. Yeah. And it's just a bit much. And you can watch it, you know, five five years later. Yeah. Well, I bought the 4K of that. I paid full price for the 4K about three years ago. Must have been this year. Didn't want, I don't think we watched it that year because I haven't watched the 4K yet. I bought it full price. I was like, I have to watch this on Christmas, and then didn't watch it. Didn't. <laughs> Um, and then that year we followed that with Jack Frost, which one you love. That's good. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the Jack Frost one. Michael Michael Keaton, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really nice little film, that. Yeah, he he's a it, father. And yeah. Yeah, and he gets killed in a car accident yeah. and comes back as Frosty the <laughs> Snowman. Frosty Snowman. Yeah. Um, well, that's a great film. It's a really, really enjoyable little film. Yeah. That. So really good. do enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a must watch. That's for always a must. Year. Um, and it's all oh, they usually Channel Nine usually plays that on Christmas Eve in the afternoon yeah. or Christmas Day in the yep. afternoon. Yep. Yeah, um, here in Australia, uh, the twentieth, which was a Wednesday, we what we started with a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, love it. Yeah, love that. I feel like I've watched it too many times recently because I've just love done I've just done my Charlie Brown video, so yeah, I've been dealing with that for a week. But yeah. we'll watch it again. Love it. Um, and we followed that with a Christmas Carol, two thousand nine. Uh, which is the Jim Carrey version of the mocap. The animated, yeah. Love it. Yeah. A lot of people hate it. Really well-made film. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that mocap stuff mm. or that motion performance stuff. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, I enjoy that. Beautiful film. Yeah. So it's like an animation double. But Charlie Brown Christmas oh, yeah. is like the ultimate Christmas special. Oh, without doubt. Yeah, and I learned while I was doing my Charlie Brown video is that it is the most watched or most played Christmas special ever and is probably the single most watched special television special of really? any kind in history. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there you go. Brilliant, brilliant little little thing. Uh, the following night, which was a Thursday, the 21st, we're getting close to Christmas, so the really good movies are coming up. Um, it's Christmas time again, Charlie Brown we started with, which was the sort of follow-up to a Charlie Brown Christmas, but like made in yep. the 90s, Yep. Um, which is it's good, but it's, it's okay. not as good. It's not not the the original classic. No, um, and we the main movie for that night. Like I, okay, I've said, oh, this is the really great ones, but the one that night was I'll be home for Christmas. Which one? Jonathan that? Taylor Thomas. Oh yeah, where he gets stuck. one of your one of your favorites. Yeah, I love it. You love it. I you love, love it that. so much. I grew up with it. Disney film. Um, it's te- it's a terrible movie. Like if you've never watched it before, you would probably think this is 
trash. Yeah. But because I grew up with it, it's just that nostalgic film for me. I it's just an indulgence. It. Yeah. He gets stuck in the desert for Christmas. These bullies put him in the desert for Christmas and super glue a Santa hat to his head and he has to find his way home for Christmas or he yeah. doesn't get the car. No money or anything in his yeah. pocket. Oh, it's just a, just a fun movie. Yeah. Um, the 22nd, which was a Friday, we did a Disney Christmas short on ice, uh, which is the Donald Duck one and Huey, Dewey and Louie. Oh, Such yeah, a yeah, great that's, one. Yeah, that's good. They're playing like hockey. Yep. Um, and we watched Alf that night. Uh, <sighs> love Elf. Love Elf. Will that Ferrell, is fantastic. Just so good. That's one that would just never get old. No, 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 no. We watch that every year. Mm-hmm. Every year we watch that. Yeah. And we'll watch it again this year. Yeah. It's it's one of the, one of one of your mum's favourites too. Yeah, she loves well. it. Um, just a great, fun, yeah, funny movie. Yeah, to yeah. me, it's it's real Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, like height, Will Ferrell height. Yeah. I reckon that was the movie that really kind of put him on that, like really yeah, well maybe, known. Maybe because that was even before Anchorman. Oh, was it really? Yeah, she was in high I didn't school. Realize that. Yeah, so that was one of his very very early films. That's when you start to realize how old it actually is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's fun, and we followed that with Scrooged. Which is the Bill, Bill Murray, Murray modern, and when I say modern, I say I mean nineteen eighties yeah. uh, version of yeah. um, uh, a Christmas Carol. Mm. So he's like a good too, TV right? exec and that's just a good, terrible guy. That's a good remake. Yeah, of it. I love it. I love it. We we'll watch that every like, few like years. The Bill Murray films. Yeah, the twenty third. We're getting close to Christmas. Disney Christmas short, Toy Tinkers, and we followed that with one of the all time classics, The Santa Claus. Oh, yes. Tim Allen. Love it. That is just a classic. Love it. Again, another one I grew up with as a kid, a Disney Christmas movie that is just, oh, just amazing. Yeah. Funny, sweet, touching, heartwarming. It's one that, one of those ones that will never get old. No, 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 no it's, it'll last forever, that one. Yeah. Can't say much about, you know, two or three. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why they're not on there. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Some years we did watch at least the second one, uh, but we I think we only watched the third one once. The one with Martin Short and he tripe. was Jack Frost. That's tripe. Terrible. But the second one is pretty ordinary, but I really like, because you've got two things going on there. He leaves the North Pole um, to come back and he wants to find a Mrs. He has to find the Mrs. Claus. That's right. So I really like the story or the plot about him trying to find the wife and he finds this, this woman that he f- falls for. And I just, I love that story, but it's interspersed with, that toy Santa, you know, they build the toy clone That's of Santa right. in the yeah, North Pole yeah, and it's yeah. awful. It's so yeah, bad. Yeah. It's just trash. Yeah. Terrible. So it's like, do you watch it? And you have to sit through all this crap just to watch the bit you really like. Uh, mm. It's tough. So some most years we won't watch that now. Um, and then we follow that with another classic film called Holiday Inn, great which you have film. to watch every year. Bing Crosby. It's a great old film, that. Uh, it's just so good. Yeah, love it. Love that one. That's so that's, good. So Bing Crosby and um, um, Fred, uh, Fred Astaire in that one. Um, Holiday Inn. Yeah, it's I been a while it's, since it's, I've yeah, seen it. It's been a couple of years yeah. since I've seen it now. I believe it is. A lot is. of these we haven't watched because you were yeah. overseas and whatever. We haven't sort of sat and watched them. Yeah, that's the one with Fred Astaire. Bing yeah, Crosby right. and Fred Astaire yeah. and um, Marjorie Reynolds. Yeah, that's a really good one. So that's the one where they um, – it's, it's confusing because this yeah. one and, again, White, White Christmas, Christmas are very similar movies. Yeah. Uh, they use the same sets. They use yep. a lot of the – like some of the same songs are repeated in them. Yep. Uh, the plot's very, very similar. So I get confused every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is the one where um, they have a popular music 
have a popular New York City musical act. On Christmas Eve, Jim prepares his final performance before retiring with Leela to a farm in Connecticut. Leela tells Jim she's fallen in love with Ted instead. Heartbroken, Jim bids them goodbye, and they go to like the Holiday Inn, and they the White Christmas song was written for Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. so they're both um, films uh, with music by Irving Berlin. Uh, but White Christmas was written for Holiday Inn, and then a number of years later, they went back. They went and did White Christmas. Mm. Um, so they're both confusing. Um, bit co- I get confused with them with them both because they're both so similar. Um, so the following night up, but they're both great films. Yeah. Great film. Uh, so then the 24th, Christmas Eve, this was a, a massive day. Watch Jingle All the Way in the Morning. I love it. <laughs> oh. Now this is my my traditional Christmas Eve movie and it has been for years, forever. Um, and it's not a brilliant film. It's a pretty ordinary movie, but it is, again, another one of those um, nostalgic Christmas films that I just love because I've watched it so many times. Arnold Schwarzenegger, very young Jake Lloyd, um, and he has to get the um, get the Turbo Man doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to get the Turbo Man doll. That's terrible. <laughs> He's got to get Turbo Man for his for his son, um, and then goes up against Sinbad. Oh, Sinbad! <laughs> and Sinbad's Great. trying to get the the uh, Turbo Man doll for his son. Just a brilliant, just well, not a brilliant film, but it's just fun. And, and what are the what are the uh, reindeer's names? Dasha, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Donna, Cupid, Donna, Vixen. Dasha, Prancer, Dancer, Vixen, Donna, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen. Dasha, Dancer, Prancer. <laughs> you idiot. I <laughs> uh, love it. I love it so much. Such a good film. It's a sick world we're living in. Sick people. <laughs> Put that cookie down now. Just so many great lines. But that one became a Christmas Eve um, tradition That's for me. James Belushi too. James Belushi. James Belushi. Um, James, yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. Santa. He's the he's the. Um, Who is he in that? Oh, yeah, he's, he, at the he's very the, beginning. Yeah. He's the dodgy Santa Claus. The Claude. dodgy Santa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's got Phil the Hartman. The one that sells in the dodgy. Yeah, the dodgy Turbo, Turbo Man. Man. And Phil Hartman's in it too. Yeah. Late, great Phil Hartman. Yep. No, he's terrific. And that is Ted, the next door neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that one <laughs> became a, a traditional Christmas Eve film for me because it was the only Christmas movie we had on VHS other than the one we watched on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, so that was like the only one I had and I just watched it every year. Uh, so it became a tradition. Uh, that evening we watched Miracle on 34th Street, the 1994 version. This is one of, love I would that. say, love very, it. very few movies which is as good as the original one. Yeah. I love both versions. Maybe that's because I grew up with it and it's a nostalgic thing. Maybe. But oh, it's, no, 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 because I, I enjoy that as it. much as the yeah. original as well. Uh, but it's mm. such a, both of them are so good. And this one's got Richard Attenborough in the role of Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, just terrific. Yeah. Um, and then we follow that with White Christmas. An this evening. Just a great, just great Christmas. Again, movie. we said it before. This is the one with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. Yeah. All right, but it's the Vera, other one. Vera and Vera, Vera Allen uh, and Clooney. Rosemary Clooney. Rosemary Clooney. George, George Clooney's, Clooney's aunt? Aunt, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great too. And then, yeah, um, Holiday Inn is Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Uh, but yeah. yeah, White Christmas is great too. Really, really good movie. Where they're at a again, they're at a Holiday Inn, putting yeah. on a performance. Yeah, I uh, love it. Love it. Yeah. Love that film. Um, and that evening, Christmas Eve evening, I will always watch Merry Christmas, <laughs> Mr. Bean. It's usually when I get in bed and I just sit, I just want to just close off my Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. I love it. The Mr. Bean Christmas. It just, that is so Christmas to me. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I've watched it since I was a kid. Yeah, maybe. I grew up watching Mr. Bean. And you went to sleep and you woke up and Santa. Yeah, Bean. probably. 
Um, but it's just that is one of the one things that just feels like Christmas to me. Mr. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. It just makes me feel excited for Christmas. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the uh, the Brits do the best Christmas stuff. Mm. I don't know why, but love actually, Mr. Bean. Uh, but most of these movies, of course, are American. But I yeah. feel there's something just so special about those British Christmas things. It's just I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it is because I love Mr. Bean so much. Um, and then I will always watch Frasier Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street, which is a season one episode. And this is the one where he's forced to work on Christmas evening at the radio That's station. Right, yeah. yep. And he's really depressed and he's sad that he can't be with his, his son for Christmas and his family for Christmas. And he's having to deal with all these loonies calling into the radio who are all depressed because they've got no one on Christmas. <laughs> and he's dealing with everyone else's problems. And then Roz is there giving him a hard time because she's been forced to stay back for Christmas. And then he eventually just lets her go. And it's just him by himself mm. dealing with his loonies. And then at the end... Is that the one where they're having the party? with um, What's his name? The Bulldog? Bulldog at the very beginning of yeah. the episode, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's just a... Just a brilliant, I love it. It's just so sweet and touching. And at the end of the episode, it's just a really nice scene where he, I won't spoil it. you you got to search this episode out if you haven't seen it. I love it. I adore it. Um, and then we get to the Christmas Day, the big one in the morning. We always have to watch. The two greatest Christmas films made, in my opinion. Yeah. These two. So in the morning, we will always watch. It's, it's a Wonderful Life. life. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, what a great film. Donna Reed. That uh, is the as is the ultimate Christmas film, yeah. Yeah. and it's um, hardly even set on Christmas Day. And one of one of one of my mates tries to come around every year to watch that. Doesn't often get here, but yeah, he always says, "Oh, I've got to, I've, yeah. when you're playing it, I've got to come around and watch yeah. that one." Oh, we've got that on four K now, so we haven't oh, watched it on four K yet. Yeah, I got that last year, but I think I we missed I it last year. Yeah, hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I Those love that movie. Those know what we're talking about. Yeah, I wish I had a million. Again, bucks. it's that thing hot where dog. he he wishes, ah, uh, I wish I'd never been born. And then yeah. he wakes up the next day and he hadn't been born. And he sees what life would have been like if he wasn't born, and shows like how he has actually influenced, influenced people around people him. around him and the city and everything. And everything's just turned to absolute crap. Everything's turned to twenty twenty when he wakes up. Really? Yeah. All the shops are closed and people are out of business and the bank's shutting down and people have died and all because, you know, of the influence he had on people. It's such a beautiful film. And then we cap off Christmas evening with Christmas Vacation. The greatest, the greatest Christmas comedy ever made. Ever. It is in, terrific. In our opinion. Terrific, yep. Absolutely love it. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. no matter what time, if you know, if we've been out, you know, to family's place for mm-hmm. for Christmas dinner or whatever. Um, even if we get home at midnight, it still go it still goes on. Yeah, and often we'll fall asleep during. Yeah. and get up and watch it the next day. Again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's usually on Channel Nine. We'll always play it too on yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. So it's even if we're at like Nan's for Christmas, it'll be on telly in the yeah, background. Right. Yeah, and you catch bits and pieces, yeah. and then that evening you watch it. You go back and watch it. Yeah. And if we do for some reason not get to it on Christmas Day, it's a Christmas or Boxing Day. You watch yeah. it the next day. Yeah, um, oh, just love it, cousin Eddie, love cousin, cousin Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Shitter was full. Shit was full. Yeah. <laughs> just so many great lines, so many great bits. But that is our our personal ultimate Christmas movie. Um, 
Now, you'll probably notice stuff on here, stuff like Nightmare Before Christmas wasn't on there. Again, I'm not a huge fan of that. You're yeah, not really huge no. on that one. Um, Polar Express, a lot of people love. I can't no, stand no. it. I can't stand it. I don't say I hate movies a lot, but Polar Express is a movie that I'm very close to just hating. Because I it's just, can't say I hate it, oh, but, I just, but it's, I don't just, like it. it's just a terrible film. movie. Terrible. Um, but stuff like that, yeah. But so that is our ultimate Christmas marathon. All the movies that we just really love, and I know a lot of people have been writing in asking what my favorite Christmas movies, are, what our favorite Christmas movies are. How we, I had a few people saying, "Oh, what's your schedule like?" We thought we'd just kind of give you an idea of how we do it. You obviously yep. do your own with your own favorite ones. Just keep, you know, that kind of idea that you watch the really, really good ones the closer you get to Christmas and yep. just kind of stagger some other ones throughout the month. Throw in some shorts and specials if you can, some sitcom episodes, Michael Scott giving away an iPod <laughs> as part of <laughs> Secret of Santa. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just great. Um, then you've got other stuff. I've got just a very small, like, short list here of movies that are set during Christmas but not necessarily thought of as Christmas movies. Batman Returns, yeah. Iron Man 3, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Harry, uh, that's it's set against Christmas. Um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. and Val yeah, Kilmer. Yeah. yeah, it's set at Christmas. So, or the beginning of it. it so such a remember. good film. Um, that was like the beginning of his comeback, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That was prior to Iron Man. I remember watching it like, geez, he's real good. He's still yeah, good. He's got yeah. it. Um, Harry Potter, a lot, I know a lot of people watch Harry Potter over Christmas. There's one Christmas scene, but it's like this series of films, particularly um, Philosopher's Stone, people watch it at Christmas because I think it might just because it's so fantastical and magical and just happy. Mm. So that kind of really does fit in with that sort of yeah. um, Christmassy kind of thing. I know Blake, who's one of the patrons, one yep. of the long-time followers. Blake Eisen. Yeah, Blake Eisen. He was watching the Harry Potter films. That's where I'm posting on Twitter that he's uh, been watching them. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people do watch the Harry Potter films. But mm. I, I kind of get it because it's that feeling, that yeah. like, really happy kind of feeling you get, particularly from that first film. And then Gremlins as well. Um, he gets the Gremlins for Christmas yeah, yeah, and yeah. they run riot. That's um, one a lot of people say is not a Christmas film. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, for sure. Set against Christmas. Yeah. So why shouldn't it be? So there you go. Um, mm. That's it. That's it for all our Christmas movie talk. We've got a few questions. But there's a shitload more. There's out so there. many more. And I mean, I'm sure there's more that we. Find what you like and just get into them. Yeah. It's, it's such a fun way. If you're. I mean, this year has an been an awful year. I understand there's a lot of people out there who are having a rough time for one reason or another. And these Christmas movies are always just a way to just cheer you up and just yeah. make you happy and just give you a smile. It was just for a couple of hours yep. or for like a ho- – and the whole idea is stretch it out over a month, have a really good month, just really mm. happy month, just forget everything while you're watching. And I think this year, uh, more than any other year, it's needed. Yeah. So get into it. And we used to – I mean, I, I would every year I would take a photo of the of the screen before mm. we started watching uh-huh. and then post it up on Facebook and yeah. then get people comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to watch this one, you're going to watch yeah. that. And I got one, one particular cousin, Flip, who uh, – mm. Who started his own his own um, uh, marathon? Yeah. with his with his kids. Mm. His uh, his wife passed away a couple of years ago, um, so he he sits and watch watches Christmas films with his with his uh, with his kids. Yeah. Uh, every year now, and he, he'll always post something up and yeah, and, ta- and tag yeah. me in on it. And yeah. So we're watching this one tonight, Rick. You know, yeah. lots of stuff. There's a few people you know, like, so, I feel like yeah. we rubbed off on that way. They do their own yeah. little mini marathons, or yeah. whatever. Tim and. Um, Wacko Jacko always saying to me, at the, yeah. "When's the when's the marathon list coming out yeah. this year?" I said, "But there's probably no list this year." Yeah, but, and uh, even and even even people at work like Marshy and that, yeah. you know, they 
they they sort of get into it and go, oh, what, what's what's mm. on what's on the schedule for tonight? Sort yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah, so so yeah. it's a lot of fun. That's good fun. I'd recommend it if you've never done it before, get into it, give it a try. Yeah, um, that's a really good way to celebrate Christmas. And, yeah, and just and just spend time with you know with your kids or, yeah. or your parents or your yeah. family or whoever you know and friends, whatever, whatever you anyone all by yourself. Yeah, whatever your you know situation is, you know, like just just really enjoy it with the people yeah. people you love and the people you want to be around. Yeah, even if to, it's just yourself. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, some some pure indulgent films yeah, in there, exactly right. On your behalf, yeah, well, exactly right. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, that is it. That's our one. That's our favourite Christmas movies. There's so many more out there. Um, I should give a shout out actually. I'm just give me a second. I'm just grabbing something from over here. Um, these are a bunch of Christmas movie box sets that have been have just been released from Shock Entertainment. They sent them over to me. So if you're just in, just just need to grab a couple of Christmas movie box sets. They've got like these Christmas movie collections. These are all just like tally movie kind of things, like family films. Particularly if you've got a family, these are probably you know good best little, good little gifts for yeah, good gifts for family or you know younger for ones. Granny and a star for Christmas, snowmans, um, a perfect Christmas. Just movies like this, just tally films, a Snow White Christmas, Finding Father Christmas. Um, but they're good for families and, you know, if you're kind of lost for what you – I understand a lot of these movies aren't family films. Most of them are, yeah, yeah. but some of them maybe not. So if you just want to find a way to kind of pad out your Christmas marathon with movies to watch with the That's kids the family, great. they're really good and they're really, um, really inexpensive to, yeah. to grab as and well. and they're just so. really watchable films. Yeah. Really. So there you go. Um, that's it then for all the Christmas movies. We're bordering on two hours again. Didn't want this to happen this week. <sighs> no, we wanted to be out of here. An hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Do we want to just do a couple of uh, questions this week from um, people? We'll go. Um, we'll, we'll smash through them. Yeah. Well, I think the first one there. I, th- I think we did that last week. Um, let me have a look at my. Um, I don't even anyway, I'll start off with one yeah. anyway. Uh, Pete Slimos. Hang on. I think you might have last week's one open. Have I? Yeah. No, I can't have. Oh yeah, that's weird. Because you've got different questions than I do. Have I? Yeah. What have you done? I don't know. You're gonna have to read them out. I can't. Do you want to? I'll swap them over here to you. No, that's not even really doing anything. I don't think. What's that? Just this one here. You can unplug that. There you go. Sorry. There you go. I don't know what's happened there, but you wound up with all of last week's questions. (laughs) Don't know what you're doing. Anyway, Tom Bodwin. Yep. Got no, it right. We got it right this week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thanks for recommending Auntie Donna. My fiance, <laughs> my fiance and I uh, are loving it. Mm. My question, what movie or movie series have you been dying to rewatch for ages mm. but just can't seem to get time for? Oh. There are so many movies I try to watch like every year or so but because this year I've been just watching new stuff. Like I got like if you've been listening, you know I've got hundreds of movies that I haven't watched. I've been trying to get through them all this year. Um, so stuff like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies I would usually watch every year. This year I haven't had the time to. Um, I really want to rewatch the Lord of the Rings movies, but they're just so long. Mm. I just don't have time. Yeah, um, they've just come out on four K, so eventually I'll get them and find time to. For watch much for them me all. to be Harry Potter. Yeah, oh yeah. To go back and watch them because mm. I think I don't think I haven't seen them all. No. Um, but I'd like to go back mm. over over the whole yeah. lot and see them. Yep. Next. Uh ha- Javier Acevedo. Yep. Uh hey guys, big fans of the channel. Thanks, Javier. Uh just wondering what is the worst Blu ray or four K uh UHD transfer you guys have ever seen or owned? For me it's the Predator Ult- uh, Ultimate Hunter Edition. Uh, thank you guys so much and have a wonderful day. Keep being awesome. Mm. Thanks, Harvey. 
Thank you. Um, we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, with the 4Ks, we've, we've got so many movies now that most of the 4K stuff is just stuff we're upgrading. Uh, so I feel like I will always wait for a review before upgrading to 4K before you buy the yeah. film another time. Yep. So we haven't really bought too many that are bad. Um, I've heard that Goodfellas is really terrible, so I've stayed away from that. Uh, but one um, that I did pre-order before reviews because I just couldn't wait to get my hands on it, I think it was like only like 18 bucks or something, was Terminator 2. It was awful. Really? Really waxy, like DNR'd to death and just oh, there's like no detailing. The colours are like way over the top. It's terrible. What about Deadwood? Deadwood? Yeah, TV. TV? Deadwood. Well, it's not 4K. Blu-ray. No, it's, but it's a terrible Blu-ray. Blu-ray it's yeah. Just awful. Yeah. Is this it? Worst Blu-ray or 4K? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, the, the 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 image on that's mm. pretty bad. Yeah, and this is season two, two. wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty bad, mm. and the audio was dreadful. All over the place, out of sync, and everything yeah. echoey and terrible. Yeah, there you go. Deadwood takes the cake. Next, uh, Mr. Josh. Yep. Outside of Star Wars, what's another science fiction franchise that you really enjoy? Oh. Not huge on sci-fi. Um, I don't know. Maybe something like um, I don't know, sci-fi franchise. You wouldn't consider something like Lord of the Rings sci-fi, really. That's more like fantasy. Mm. Um, nothing really. Cause you don't, don't you're not really into Star yeah, Trek really or no. anything like that. Uh, maybe Planet of the Apes. That's science fiction. Yeah, yeah, Planet maybe. Of the Apes films are really yeah. good, I would say, probably, yeah. Mm. I think we missed one just there. Yeah, yeah. I'm back to the one. Uh, Mayo Cordero, yeah. uh, are, you ready f- are you ready for the upcoming movies uh, that are in 2021? Are you ready to have Christmas with your family? We're ready for Christmas. We're all this ready for Christmas. This whole show's been about Christmas, beautiful. And just so we can get past 2020. Exactly. And, yeah, all the movies that are coming out in 2021 that should have been out in 2020, I can't wait for. Let's get on with it. Yeah. Uh, Freya, Freya, yeah. What's the name you pronounce it? Frey, Freya? Freya. I don't Freya? know. I think so. Yeah. Um, apologies. Uh, apologies. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, video game, video game icons like Mario and Sonic. They did. A, they did cartoon series and movies. Is there a cartoon evolution for them coming soon? I wouldn't say there's one coming soon. Um, I've always said I probably won't do video game characters. There's cartoon evolution, it's not video game evolution, but I feel like characters like Sonic and Mario are, are just characters that have just, um, you know, gone beyond their video games, uh, movies and TV shows, and they've just become larger than life, larger than one thing. So they're probably characters I will touch on at one point, but I don't have any current plans for that. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, Ross the Film Critic. Hey, yep. Dave, can I ask, ask for advice from you for, for me? Yep. From you for me yeah. and everyone who are new to YouTube, how to reach a 1,000 subscribers and how to be popular on YouTube. Thank you. Interesting. Persistence. Persistence. That's it. That's I mean, it. I, I, I still, be original yeah. and be persistent. Yeah, well. It I, takes years. Well, exactly. I've been doing it for four years now, this channel. and that's, Well, full time, yeah. That's literally all it is, is be persistent and make sure you – uh, you have a schedule, and whether that's once a day or once a week or once a month, make sure you're constantly putting out uh, stuff. Um, make sure you are creating content. I always say make content that people are searching for, not content that someone's just going to stumble across. Yep. Uh, you want to make stuff that people are actually going to be watching. So mm-hmm. if that means 
reviewing new movies instead of old movies. I would love to talk about stuff like Casablanca or James Dean or Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe films. doesn't get views. No. So I don't do that stuff. No. I concentrate on stuff that is popular because it's the stuff people are watching. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to grow. That's the only way you're going to get views. People are going to keep coming to you. Um, I'm on... 75,000 subscribers, I still don't think I'd be considered popular on YouTube, so I can't give you um, um, advice on how to be popular. But to grow your subscriber or to grow your community, you just need to be persistent and just Mm. need to be making that content constantly and content people are watching and want to keep coming back for. And and, and there's there's this quality aspect to it as well. And then... Um, Casey Neistat said mm. it best, and and his his view was turn up to work every day. Yeah. In other words, if you're putting out if you're putting out content once a week, mm. make sure it's out the same day every mm. week, same time every week. Yeah. If you're doing it every day, do it every day. Yeah, well, that's what I said. It was yeah. like why if you yep. if it's going to be one a week or one a day or what, just make yep. sure you're consistent. But for me. Um, I think when he was saying show up every day was he was like trying because he was doing the daily was doing vlog daily at one vlog, point. That's right. But for me, it is I might not get a video up every day, but every day I'm working on something. Yep. So I'm making sure that I'm I might not have a video up for a week, but I'm working on a, a video yep. that will go up. And I can vouch for that. That's yeah. and they're long days. They're twelve, yeah. twelve, fourteen hour days yeah. every day. And you don't need to do that at first. You just need to make sure you are consistent. With what you're doing, that's that's it. Just be consistent and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and there's there's a originality aspect to it too. Well, yeah, you'll don't find try your and groove. copy what other people are doing. Mm. Find find your groove. Find what you enjoy. Yeah, it's a, it's okay to do the same kind of thing. I yeah. know a lot of people do ranking videos. A lot yeah. of people do reviews. You can do what other people are doing, but do it In your, your own, own way. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, right. next exactly. one because we're uh, fandom fair. Uh, if you had to create a Disney spin-off show for an animated movie, what character would it be oh, about? Animated a Disney spin-off show from an animated movie. Mm. Um, I'd love to see the Rock's character from Moana get a show. Maui. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. James James Lorna. Yep. Uh, if you could start your own streaming service, what would it be called and what uh, what would you put on it? Oh, I'd call it Dave, the Dave Lee Down Under streaming service. <laughs> I feel like I just put a bunch of stuff up on there that doesn't get a good copy in on the other streaming services. You don't get a lot of classic movies on any streaming services at the moment. Um, maybe just a bunch of great classic stuff. Um, if Disney weren't so, you know, uh, had such a tight grasp on their stuff, if they were, you know, licensing stuff out, you put some great classic Disney stuff on there. Um, big blockbusters. If what Netflix used to be, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I think uh, there'd be a big slant on, like, classic stuff that doesn't get on any of the other streaming services mm. because it just doesn't get the view it deserves anymore, I believe. Fair enough. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. That is it. That's it for our Christmas show. I didn't want to go to two hours today. I didn't want to go to two hours today, but it's happened again. And I apologise if these episodes are too long, but I feel we get away with it today because it was a Christmas special. Yep. Yep. 
Um, so, of course, these podcasts go out every single Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. The visual element is also available on YouTube, and that goes out two days earlier to Patreon supporters at patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under. You can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram. Um, there's links for that down in the description below if you want to click through them, and you can uh, head straight over there. Follow me, give me some support. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Good ones. Good ones only. Certainly does help, those good ones. Uh, YouTube preview. Last week, I released my Snoopy, Charlie Brown and Peanuts Evolution video. Um, And my Charlie Brown voice evolution went up as well. They're doing okay. Uh, But if you haven't checked that one out yet, check those ones right out because they're finally up. It was a little bit delayed, but I got it up there in the end. Um, My review for Disney Plus's Godmother went up last week as well, so you can check that one out. Um, This week, I'm mostly working on my upcoming evolution, which is on The Grinch. It's going to be another evolution short, so it'll probably be like a 10-15 minute video. You just gave it away. Everybody's guessing what it's going to be. I've already announced it. Yeah, not everybody heard that. Well, they have now. <laughs> there we go. It's The Grinch, and that's coming out very soon. Um, that, yeah, it's got to be another short one because I'm just feeling so burnt out on evolutions at the moment. I did two there's last not a huge month. history on The Grinch anyway, No. There? There's the book. There's the original special. There's a couple of movies. It's just been a nice, easy mm. one for me to close the year out with. Um, so that one, I'll be working on that. That's not out until next week. Um, but I'll also be loading my review for the upcoming Disney Plus movie, Safety and a couple of interviews with the lead star Jay Reeves and director Originals Hudland. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Yes. Um, thank you once again for listening. Again, thanks to the New Zealand Mint for sponsoring the show. Thanks, guys. Um, of course, go and check them out. Yeah, get on and check them out. It is awesome. Their new Lord of the Rings silver foil is gorgeous, and they've got yep. some other amazing stuff on there. Um, and it's actually legal tender. It's a legal $2, $2 coin. Yeah. It'll cost you 200 bucks to buy. Yeah. It's, exactly a, collect- right. it's, it's a, a collectible piece. piece, and it is well worth the money. Oh, without doubt. Yeah. Well, yep. th- thank you very much for joining me. I'll make Rick once again. Thanks, Dave. Thank you out there for watching. Thanks. Enjoy your Christmas movies. Listeners and, and watchers. Yeah. Enjoy your Christmas season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll keep the Christmas theme up for the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I think we'll leave this up. What do you reckon? We won't be talking full Christmas no, stuff. But, but we'll leave all this up and yeah. make it a bit festive. Yeah, awesome. All righty. Let's sign out. Okay, guys. Cross over two hours. Take care. See you later, guys. Stay safe. Bye.